Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Patriots Unfiltered! Started at Quinnipiac, transferred to Rutgers. Quinnipiac. I know that that stuff's like red meat for fans who are all up in my mentions. All up in my mentions. All up in my mentions. (laughs) Don't at me. (laughs) Don't at me, bro. Well, I think he's a little inconsistent. Wentz is back. Kind of like Bledsoe, right? Oh, watch oh, 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 oh. <laughs> They'll have some veteran presence. But, whoa. Uh, but, excuse me. Did you hear that? Wow. What are they doing? Matt, Matt's going to take care of business. Oh, 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 yeah. And so that guy's dead now, everybody. So, Matt. <laughs> Neutral, Neutral, neutralize. Back in, covered in blood. Neutralize is the word we use. I'm going to push back here on everybody. What, what what does everybody have against Robbie Anderson? So you guys want to hear about uh, Thanks Robbie for the Anderson? Kind oh, words oh, 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 yeah. oh, please do, oh, yeah. because I have them. There was one recently in the game uh, where he was targeted 12 times and had four catches for 76 <laughs> yards. Maybe I'm thinking of Wayne Krabet. <laughs> it's interesting that you put the Chargers ahead of them as a non-playoff because team. Because I know. I, but I, not the teams that have better talent I, than the Chargers. Oh, shut up. This is Patriots Unfiltered. Fueled by Duncan. Patriots Unfiltered! All right. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Tuesday here at Gillette Stadium, and the news is coming fast and furious for the other teams. No. <laughs> no, right. No. I was going to say. I mean, things are happening here yeah. at Gillette Stadium. And this is more like it usually is, isn't it? This yes. Is, this, is, this is more like normal. Yeah. Last year was... Uh, yeah. That an crazy. outlier. Yeah. Crazy. We were the Jags last year. Yeah. That was... That was yeah. I mean, and even the Jags aren't signing kind of players we signed last year. Yep. You know? They've gone even farther. But I'm seeing a lot of the same Twitter jokes of backing up the Brinks truck and, mm-hmm. oh, I've just signed with the, the Jags and, mm. and those kind of things. So. Yeah. But, um, you know, so there is news coming out. People that they've re-signed, uh, a big, you know, what a trade. Did, uh, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you caught yourself. A there. notable trade. I'm glad you caught notable yourself. Notable trade. Well. Know. Notable. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, it's notable note because the it. Patriots were involved on yeah. the blockbuster. Other than that, well, I think everyone's favorite blonde-haired outside linebacker Chase Winovich Chase has been Winovich traded to the Browns for uh, what's his name, Mac Wilson. Mac, Mac Wilson, Wilson. Yeah. Alabama yeah. linebacker. Now he had a great first year. Yeah, you know, Descend- he's kind he of started like fourteen games, I think, in his rookie year. Yeah, he started the last fourteen yeah. games. Played yeah. most of the defense, and then he was snaps, hurt. He had a knee injury in twenty twenty. Uh, and he didn't play that much last year. Six starts, fourteen games. I mean, most special, special teams. teams. So, but he runs fast apparently, yeah. and that's all anybody wants, right? So yeah, he's small and so runs fast. Play, it, it was a player for player. Yeah, similar. Two guys. Did the c- Patriots get better, even if it's incremental? Uh, I would say maybe just because it's they uh, might have maybe a position they need a little bit more. But I still think the. Bunch of depth at outside linebacker and a bunch of depth at inside linebacker, and none of it's really proven beyond Matthew Judon. That's kind of the only guy. Well, the question to me is: Is he going to play defense? Yeah. Did they trade for him to play defense, or did they trade for him to play special teams? Because yep. if they traded for him to play special teams, the answer is no. They didn't get well, better. Well, the question is, and we, we don't know the. I don't know the answer is that first year, his rookie year, he had like eighty some odd tackles, yeah. and you yeah, know he like had an a, every down, three down, really, you know, right. really good player. And then right. what happened? Yeah. Well, you he know, had the knee injury. You mentioned the knee yeah. injury, but then last year he wasn't that, you know, he wasn't as good either. Right. Yeah. So what happened last year? No, you know? I mean, I think there is a parallel to Winovich and, you know, not that Winovich really showed a lot his rookie year like this guy did, but um I you know, I kind of see that whole group as as similar. I don't think that he's like, "Oh, well, now we got a guy." I mean, I think he's in the mix with Raquan McMillan and Cameron McGrone and Anthony Jennings and Jelani Tavai and Therese Hall and that kind of group and How's it all going to play out? I mean, at this point right now, it just seems like we're in a throw it at the wall and 
see who can compete and who who's going to win a job. But you know, it's another guy. It's another one year deal. Miles Jack's it, available. Miles Jack. Yeah. He is. Which a lot, a lot of guys still available that that are named. Right. Yeah. And I think that's everybody but who's like pulling their hair out. It's like we said. I mean, this is kind of what they do, and, and I understand what, what people want, and I do think that they need to get younger and better. But I think the next couple of days are where you see the value start to come out, and, and all right, these are the guys that got passed over in the initial rush, and, and we'll be able to maybe – uh, make them more amenable to a deal that's a little more friendly for us. So I, I mean, I think I still think there are moves to come. I don't. I think losing JC and having the big opening at cornerback, seen it coming for two years, and and I think that's definitely worthy of, of conversation and concern. The trade, sure. the trade for me though, is, is the first thing I thought of was the um, uh, Bethel Johnson Jonathan Sullivan trade, mm-hmm. where two players who both teams. I mean, those guys were both kind of you know higher up. You know, will. Uh, first-round draft pick in Sullivan's case, right, back then. But uh, two guys who sort of were underperforming with the current teams, that, and they kind of figured, well, maybe a change of scenery yeah. is kind of Could be. the best kind of thing. That's the first thing I thought of. With Winovich, though, it was, to me, he gets the haircut, then he's traded. It's hair today, gone tomorrow. Oh. He's so mad he didn't oh. get to write that. He's oh. <laughs> like, can I just, just do an extra like post with that? just glowing. <laughs> All I got he's is just the glowing. Title. He loved it. <laughs> <laughs> got oh. to put a bow on that story, right? He comes up with him. It is funny, though, the day after he cuts his Seriously. hair. Seriously. He, gets, he, gets he must have known, like, funny. oh, I'm going to get a new job. I better make time for my change. best. Time, right. for, time for a change. Uh, Alabama guy. Alabama yeah. guy. What yeah. a big surprise. Another, ba- another Mac from Alabama. Yeah. So, um, I, obviously, the biggest news this week is J.C. Jackson leaving. He's gone officially. He's now uh, a charger. A charger. Yeah. 40 mil guaranteed. Uh, 40 mil um, guaranteed. I still say, I said it before, I, I would have signed him or at least franchised him, at least keep the asset. If the market was that hot for him, then it, maybe you can get a third rounder. Well, I wonder know, how hot the market know? was, though, because I don't the, know. the only team I heard that was really interested in him was the team that ended up signing Is him. Is that right? I yeah. didn't hear anybody's name other than the Chargers associated yeah. Yeah. with J.C. Jackson. I heard the generic sort of, oh, there's going to be a market for his services. But no teams were ever like uh, that I heard of were, were saying, like, let's just say the Broncos are really interested in J.C. Like, I never heard anything other than the Chargers associated with his name. So yeah. I wonder if he did the shopping around and realized, wow, L.A.'s the only one. Or if they just threw that money at him and he kind of did like the Jackie Childs kind of like, Sold. I'm. I'm in. You or, know? or teams were just quiet about it because they didn't want to like start a bidding war. But usually yeah. you hear like yeah. Usually the agent takes care of that. You hear like at least a handful he wants of teams to start yeah. a bidding war. Yeah. yeah, it did take a little while. It wasn't like they had that deal all queued up and was all agreed to. I mean, there were a couple. Well, not a lot yesterday, yesterday but right. Uh, JC. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I mean, yeah, I mean, there were a couple though that like as soon as twelve o'clock hit, it was like, and wow. this guy has. So I mean, maybe he, there was some back yeah. and forth with with some teams. That but is I, still I pretty quick. I yeah. mean, to sign sure. on day one, no yeah. matter if, whether it's in the afternoon or in the evening, that's that's quick. Yeah. And yeah. I, plus, I don't forget it's West Coast time. Right. So. And I don't think the, the money wasn't outrageous. I mean, the forty million—that's a nice guarantee, but it comes out to like sixteen and a half million. You know, now those years at the end, it was a five-year deal. Yeah. I think. Yeah. The years at the end, who knows? So really, it's the first two or three years that really matter. Um, yeah. But you know, it was like eighty-two and a half million for five years, forty million guaranteed, uh, which is kind of common now. About half of contracts are guaranteed. They used to not be that way, but now fifty mm. percent or more Roughly, yeah. of these contracts are being guaranteed. So it wasn't like outrageous. It was about where. The franchise would have been. Yeah. That was like 17 yep. and a half. Yeah. Yep. And this is, comes at it. So yeah. I, I still say I think I think they should have signed him. 
I, well, I, I think they should have. I, 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 I think my, they should have kept the asset. My my preference would have been tag with the intention of trading. Or tag. Because I don't think they were going to pay well, that kind of money for, for I, I think I would have tagged if you trade them, great, but be prepared to pay them. Right. That's the risk yeah. you have to take. Yeah. So they would have had to do some accounting jujitsu to get him underneath there because they had to re-sign all of these yeah. existing guys that they wanted to keep. So I, I, I'm fine letting him go. I, I've, I've seen it for two years coming. I just don't think he's their kind of guy. I don't think he's a guy that you invest in long term to build around. Um, I, I mean, and I'm not going to argue with you. They don't have much talent, certainly long term on the roster right now. Um, and and that part of it hurts. There's no real. I mean, I, I think I I think more Jalen Mills than some people, um, but I still don't think he's a starting outside corner that they've traditionally no. had. And and now what do you do? I mean, you really don't have anybody in place. I mean, you can put Mills back there for another year, sure. Um, and you got Jonathan Jones and Miles Bryant, but I think you know you need at least two guys there. Um, and that's you know it's just kind of the tip of the iceberg. Like even if you had J.C. Jackson, I'd still feel like you need some moves to happen so now i just saw on the sports hubs uh tv broadcast here that i didn't see whose tweet it was it might have been albert breer but um that the patriots offered him jackson three years 51 million did i see that right it just kind of they quickly showed a tweet and it was gone before i could read the whole thing but it's possible but you don't know how that's structured like how much of that was contingent on things you know like how much of it was guaranteed you don't know. Right. I, you know? I've just seen different reports that the Patriots had offered three at 15 and then then it dropped to 313. But then I also saw reports year, that said yeah, yeah. That, that, it, that the Patriots weren't even really close to it, never really in the mix. Um, you know, and, and I think he heard something similar with Ted Karras where they had put money yeah. on the table for him. And, you know, he went somewhere else for a little bit more. So, so yeah, Karras is out. Yeah, Bengals yeah. helped protect Joe Burrow. Um, McCourty and Slater are in. Nick Folk. Yeah. Nick Folk is in. in. James yeah. Ferentz. I don't want to get ahead James of ourselves because I know in. Paul's got a lot of stuff teed up um, <laughs> about about his favorite Don't, po- don't poke the bear. He's not here signings. to defend himself. Uh, yeah, I don't really uh, want to get into it. But Paul. he's writing uh, the analysis yeah, that you forced him to write. <laughs> that I forced him to write. <laughs> he yeah. forced him to write. God forbid. Uh, well, when we sign somebody important, then it's worth analyzing. Until then. You know. I uh, I mean, I, I, I remember specifically two weeks ago on the show, we were kind of talking um, – you know, I think I think Fred, you said directly, like, who do you want to sign? And I kind of was like, uh, kind of our own guys. And then it went into a thing of saying, well, you know, you owe Devin McCourty money. And at the time, I was misinformed, believing that if you have dead money, that you know, you can somehow play with it. Um, and so apparently, you can. I mean, uh, you know, I was I was put back in my place on that eventually. But now I'm seeing, you know, Miguel putting out the tweet that that uh, that it went from six point four five down to five point seven. So somehow they reduced. The dead money hit on McCourty. Now they did push money out, um, you know, down. I think to twenty twenty six. You're still playing dead money for McCourty. But yeah. I'll just get this out before Paul gets here, and, and then I'll and then I'll you know we'll get back. Well, and that's do it, the I'm thing. Sure, but you know, I think it's fine. I don't. You, I don't you can worked do, up about you can, signing. You Slater can manipulate it all the way. You know, like Paul says, but it's not crap. You have to figure it out somehow. So like you can sign anyone you want for any amount of money, but there comes a date. You have by to make which it work. you yeah. have to be under the cap, right? So, however you figure that out, you have to, you know. So that's why I think it's lazy to just say the cap is crap. Yeah. And on cue, yeah. walks into the yeah. studio, you know, he is having like, the time like of his you life. Can, you can manip- There's a million ways to manipulate it. Absolutely, yeah. especially but, in long terms. But I think right. it's the one year stuff with yeah. the franchise tag and a one year deal. Those are those are harder to right. around. So those with. you can't. Those right. that's it. That's real money. You know, you can't fudge that around. But like, like you said, with this McCourty thing, like, 
They're pushing stuff to around. 2026. Yeah. yeah. He's not going to be around to 2026. No. So eventually there's going to be some dead money associated with Devin McCourty. Yep. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, and are they playing, as we said yesterday, are they paying a premium for uh, pregame and postgame speeches? <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I'm fine with it. I don't think that, you know, it's crazy money. I think they need to, you know, keep some of the leadership in place. I don't think McCourty is dropped off. Uh, that much, and I think you've got three good safeties, and that gives you some continuity. And, and I'm fine with Slater. I, I, I don't think that those moves are going to define. Oh no, this free agency period. The Patriots no. didn't get worse or better. But again, you know? like I, I don't want it to seem like any of us was. I don't think any of us was really expecting them to do something even remotely close to what they did last year in terms of signing marquee name no. players. So. We, it, it was underwhelming yesterday, but it was also unsurprising. No, like it's, we knew it's this. Not, was it's not. But we wanted to be surprised. Yeah, we wanted to well, see. Of course, you want to be, like, but like, figure out like how to bring in a big. But you know, realistically, I thought they'd sign somebody. Realistically, well, it's not over yet. No, but I'm just saying. No, yesterday, but I thought they yeah. would sign somebody. The yeah. first day is typically when the big stuff happens. Now I know last year they had a big day on day one, and then they had a big day on day two as well. But and day they don't have and yeah day four right. They, that whole first week actually was very but exciting last like year. Like if if they end up figuring out how to sign Miles Jack, wouldn't that be a big thing? If they yeah. figure out a way to do yeah. it, that would be a big thing. That would be big. What, yeah, he's what available. They, I, what do they have to figure out? Sign him. Oh, that's do what I mean. Him. If they sign him, if they figure out a deal with Miles Jack, that would be big. Right. Yeah. yeah. The, the, so it's not it's not a yeah. done deal. I think there's still f- could be things to come. I like Miles Jack. There has yeah. to be. There has to be stuff coming. I mean, they just why they don't have a full roster. Oh, okay. Well, they do. It's just I mean, not they, with players that you. Would, <laughs> they would, took all the guys back from last year. They had a full roster when they finished last year. Yeah, they just resigned. They do have a full roster. It's just not you know populated with people that you think are going to improve the team. That full roster at cornerback right now. They got three. They got three guys. They have they have bodies. <laughs> is my point. Like they have bodies. Well, they, how many uh, people are on the roster right still now? Still have a draft, Mike. Right. <laughs> uh, I can tell so you. So negative. Right now, there's 63. 63. So there's room right. for a lot more. So, that, so technically, that's a full roster. That's your 53-man <laughs> roster, <laughs> right. your 10-man He's, practice squad. you got to like, cut 10 guys, <laughs> too. <laughs> you know, so you're going to add six from the draft, at, you know, at least, probably. You know, yeah. So yeah. that, Plus that gets you 69. You'll have a few undrafted 69, guys. Yeah. But you still have room for 21 more guys. But this, right. this, this dovetails into something I brought up to Paul upstairs, um, was that if you just look next year to 2023, Yeah. Like 18 guys on the roster. Mike 18 really, guys. Mike really bumped me out this morning. And of those 18, bumped you out. Bumped me out. Oh. Ten guys are ten guys are start like starters. Guys that you'd want around. I, I'd maybe go to 11. Me and Paul were probably a split. But I mean, so say that again. They have 18 guys under contract for 2023, which is not crazy. Like I looked at around the rest of the league. It's not like oh my god, they're an outlier in in this league. But no, but it's generally what the dumb teams do. But you look at. Who are the guys that you really want to build around of that group? And, and you know, it's it's a little frightening. And I think, you know, even for somebody like me, and Paul brought up, you know, how, how I often am fond of saying that I think Bill, when he leaves, wants to have the organization in great shape. Well, it's hard for me as that person to reconcile looking at the roster next year and saying, you, you got to hit on like 10 draft picks this year. You know, you need a lot of work. I, I mean, I, I still think they got a lot a lot of things to do in free agency. I think you're, you know, this is when they usually start to let the big things go, find the guys who are, you know, in the mix. And, and I know that that maybe is not as exciting, but get I, to the clearance rack. I think they got a lot of work to do. I think they got a lot of work to do. And, you know, maybe it's just the events of the that last couple of days kind of reminding you of that, because I don't really feel all that surprised, but I still 
wanted to be a little bit surprised. Yeah, we wanted yeah. to be surprised. Where, I, yeah, we always want to. Deuce but. just summarized my thought. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of thought they wouldn't do a whole lot, but I was still bummed out that they didn't. Yeah, sure. You know. Now, and there have been years well, where they've done a lot of their work on week two when most of the yeah, high-profile names are, are gone. So this has that kind of feel. Like, yeah, and I'm that's not interested in it. I mean, like Fred's Miles Jack thing, you know, he just got released today. I mean, that would qualify as – Sure. Something, you know, that that would be big. But, I mean, generally when you wait a week, you're getting guys that. Oh, I'm, Paul, you know, I'm not saying I, no, I'm no, not I, saying I want I, it. I know, unless I'm, unless I'm, you trade. Unless you do some type of trade. Yeah. You know. But well, you there's have not to a trade lot. something. Yeah, to there's get, not yeah. a lot. Like there's not a trade, lot of commodity to you give. You can trade, like, special teams linebackers, but you're not going to trade, like, yeah, to, get, to get Miles Jack, like, if he was a trade candidate. You're not getting him for Chase Winnipeg. Right. I mean, what do you have that's tradable right now? Other than future first round draft picks, I know. Well, Chase Winovich was one of your, was one of the probably the first guys you'd say, right? I mean that that was that that's the kind of guy. Nikhil Harry, right? Right. I mean those are the guys that you're going to be trading. Otherwise, you're losing something you want. Right. That that's what I mean. Like, what do you have that's worth something to another team? Yeah. To get somebody like a My, like a Miles Jack, I know he's cut. I mean, like that right. type of well, player. I mean, draft picks can always be involved, but I don't think that right. makes a lot of sense when you only yeah. have six of them right. and you need to get younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not like you have a bunch of depth at a position where hey, we can move on from sure. veteran player X to give younger player B a chance. Like you're already kind of being forced into that. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Sorry, we're just. I feel like we're waiting. We're waiting still, right? Oh, well, <laughs> keep I, waiting. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I no. can I can just imagine what's going on right now in the football offices. I mean, I, I'm sure that like they're working overtime. They're yeah. working overtime because they we're, always work. Overtime. You know, they know that they've got a lot of work to do. Well, they, they something I brought up hours. to I, I said to Paul this morning as well is is like you brought up Miles Jack as an example. How how does football prepare for those kind of releases? Those kind of you know all of a sudden nobody's talking about Miles Jack for the last two months as being an option for the Patriots. Just using as him as an example, but how do you stay ready for that kind of thing? Where, you know, oh, we're targeting this free agent that we know is going to be a free agent in, you know, in uh, like give me who's a linebacker that was a free agent this year that's like Leighton Vanderish, whatever, just a, a free agent. We know we're targeting him. All of a sudden, Miles Jack comes available, and you say, "Geez, mm. he's way better." Like, you know, how do you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. have to be fluid. But is there any way to kind of know? We think these guys could be available. We think you know, the, yes. these guys. It's I mean, that's what the pro personnel department does. Now, nobody knows every single guy that's going to get released. Sure. But they'll tell you, like, you know, and that's where, like, the analytics, the, the, the research people that are more onto the numbers will tell you, you know, I'm looking at Cincinnati and I'm looking at the Rams and the numbers don't jive here. They're going to have to cut some guys. Here are a couple of guys that are strong candidates to get released. And and I think that's where the combine also comes in, where you have that week of all the decision makers are kind of gathered and Rumors. you kind of start yeah. doing your your Scuttle lay butt. your groundwork for hey, you got a guy that uh, you don't really play much. We kind of like him. What's the chances of uh, you know? Yeah, and don't underestimate the role of agents in this whole sure. thing. Sure. Well, yeah, because you know? most yep. times when a guy like Miles Jack gets released, it was not a stunner to Miles Jack. Right. Now, I'm not telling you that's always the right. case. Sometimes it. Sometimes yeah. it. You know, like go, go back to the most famous lawyer Malloy. Lawyer Malloy. Yeah. Right. They were working with Lawyer Malloy to redo his contract the entirety of the off season. So. Lawyer Malloy could not have been stunned that it ended the way it did, the way we were. Right. Like, they were asking him constantly to redo his deal. So, finally, you know, he may have said, they won't cut me. Mm. 
and it was a surprise to him, but yeah. not a stunner. That it was coming, might, but, might, that it might know, be coming, like, like that it might my, be on the table. More often than not, when a guy, you know, I just looking at this timeline, to me, Jacksonville was probably looking at it and saying, we're probably going to have to do something with Miles Jack, but let's make sure that we get these guys, because they signed like three or four guys yesterday. Let's make sure we get the guys that we that we think we're going to get, that we're in on, and then if we do, yeah, we'll yeah. have to let them go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> All right, 855-PATS-500 is the A-Sticket Hotline web radio at Patriots.com. Other stuff going around the league, um, you know, as you said, some other teams are making some big trades. J.C. Jackson over to the Chargers. Yeah, that's uh, Paul, what did you think about if those numbers are right, you know, um, on Jackson? Five years, 82. A L- little less than I thought, just a, like, just like, a, a, little like bit. a million. Yeah, I, see, I said I still think they should have signed him. Well, yeah, you wanted a franchise for that. Well, or sign him. Clearly, they didn't want to franchise him for seventeen point three, so they're not going to sign him to a five-year deal for sixteen point five. No, I know, but like, I, if, like, and you I would have done either of, one. I would have done either one. Right? No, and you were very consistent with that, and, and that you know, I, yeah. I, I, like, from back in like October, yeah, right. you were very consistent with that. You haven't wavered. No, and I, I package yeah, that we'll up see. with Sony yeah. Michelle. <laughs> I keep them both, but anyway, yeah, he hasn't wavered. <laughs> Yet. Yet. We'll right. see on, Tuesday, on Thursday when you guys right. will have them all to yourself. Yeah. Uh, oh, where are you going? Oh, basketball. I'm off. I'm off on Scott Thursday. Oh, that's right. Palooza? Yeah. Basketball. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, with, with J.C. Jackson. When does Peter Kiss play? There were so many. Uh, I don't know if they. Paul's already getting tagged on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're, they're By a, him. They're in, the, they're in a play-in game. Yeah, oh, yeah. They play yeah. either tonight or tomorrow night. Right. Then. Yeah. yeah. You're right. That, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, they're already in. Good use Dayton, of play in game I two. I hate when they call it the first four. I, I thought that um yeah. I thought that if first you won four. your conference, you're automatically in. They are. But no, they have to play in. They're in. That's it that's in the tournament. To me that's not I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. It's still to me it's a sixty four team tournament. Right. I still consider it a sixty four okay. team. Providence is in the Where do you draw the they line? Are, they're the real yeah. Where for, do you draw the one, line for one game? If you had a play in, in this lifetime y- it's been thirty two, forty eight, fifty three, sixty four, and sixty eight, but I still consider it sixty four. <laughs> no, but if you have to do a play in game, then you didn't get an automatic bid. You they did a, get an automatic bid. If they didn't get an automatic <laughs> bid, they wouldn't be in the play-in game. I know what you're saying, but to I me, agree with you, that's Fred. still a prove-it game. I, I agree with you. It's a prove-it game. Right. The, those are the rules. I know it's the I know, rules. But like for but most I of thought, my life, I thought that, I thought play-in games for only the at-large people. No, there's there's two of those, and there's two for 16 seeds yeah. that are automatics. That's the way they do it. Yeah. Anyway. It's, fuga- it's fukakta, as uh, you like fukakta. to say. Anyway. We're talking football here. Um, football. Well, it's time. Yeah, the J.C. Jackson thing, what I found kind of interesting is it was it was a little less money. Like, I thought probably like 17 or 18. He got 16 and a half. So I'm not going to sit there and say, wow, he signed right away and that's all he got. No, he banked. Well, he, he got, got $40 million. He got a huge years, set. Yeah. He got a huge contract. A lot of people are, like, killing the Patriots for not, like, how can they not go? They told you. The week before, when they didn't franchise him, they weren't willing to go to seventeen point three. Right. Yeah. Like for eight hundred thousand, you think that that was going to be the difference? Plus, as Mike said, the forty guaranteed over a five year deal. Like they were telling you, seventeen point three was more than they were comfortable paying. Yeah. So sixteen and a half was still too much. Yeah. Like the difference between you know less than a million is not going to you know yep. change change that uh, and again you've been very consistent you wanted to keep them I you just, thought they should have gone there. i I'm, i just look at the league and there aren't 
like he's not a shutdown corner. I'm, I'm admitting that to all those people that are saying he's not Darrell Revis and he's not Gilm. Yes, he's not. There aren't a lot of them. But you need somebody, and you're going to have to pay somebody. And when they get even to his level, you're going to have to pay them. Yeah, it's like with quarterbacks. You know? Like you might not want to have to pay a starting quarterback right. the kind of money you pay. Like the Vikings just guaranteed $35 million I, I to mean, Kirk Cousins, if, but if, that's if, the if, going if rate. If Mac Jones just stays like an average quarterback yeah. and gets to his fifth year. Or if, yep. he, get, or if he gets there. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm just saying, I, I said, if he gets there to his fifth year and he's an average quarterback, yeah. he's going to get paid by somebody. Yeah. You know? Right. He's going to get paid. And again, like Kirk Cousins, I bring up that example again. Like he's made an incredible career out of being an average quarterback. Ooh, all of the uh, national uh, – heavyweights were wrong on the Randy Gregory to Dallas thing. Evidently, he's signing with Denver. Randy Gregory signed well, a big contract today. A big contract. They all said he was staying That's in funny. Dallas. I, yeah, Five-year. Yeah. I'll tell you, that he's, a- going, he's going to Denver? That AFC West is an arms race right oh, yeah. now. It is, yep. it is an arms race. Yep. They are just loading up the to compete against each JC other. JC and Mac. And yep. Uh, I wonder if that puts them out on uh, on Von Miller. I heard some interesting stuff like that now Von I, Miller would still maybe consider. Going I tell back. you, the the team, the odd team out might be Kansas. I, I heard Tyrone Matthew is leaving. He's, well, he's a not free gonna, agent. Yeah, yeah, they're not going to re-sign him. Yeah, he's available yeah. right you know? now. Interesting. So, I mean that that's going to be a wild division. Who would you have rather had? Wild and crazy. Tyron Matthew. Yes. Or Dmac. Tyron Matthew. Yeah, I mean. I mean, oh, that's a even tough though one. like that's a tough one. I think they're a little bit different p- kind of players, but Tyron Matthew is younger, and you and you're gonna have him he for longer more. than one year. Yeah, I think if you if you tell me I can have him for at least three years, I'll take that's Matthew because that's what you'd be signing him for. Yeah, you wouldn't be signing him for one year. He, he's a he's younger. Yep. Um, he, he's more I, of a playmaker. I, I probably. think he's more of a playmaker. I don't like. He seems to have been a leader at Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Like you know. Yep. Hey, I'm not so much no. worried about that aspect of it. I want a guy. Well, who, I am. I, I said not so much. I'd yeah. r- I want to start with who's going to be an impactful player on the field. The off-field stuff is great, but I want you to be an impact player on the field first. Yeah. And I think he would have been more of a well an asset. Is, has he signed with anyone? He hasn't. But uh, the fact uh, that the uh, <laughs> <laughs> cross him off the Patriots list. He ain't yeah. signing there. Yeah. Why? So he could be the fourth safety. Well, maybe maybe he's not. Maybe you know. Can he play corner? Can yeah. he be in a in a four man <laughs> rotation? <laughs> That's why I bring up the would you rather have? And maybe yeah. now you you trade Kyle Duggar. I don't know. Maybe like, like if you had if you had uh, if you had Phillips and and Matthew as yeah. your two starters and Duggar like maybe Duggar is a potential like down the road like mid season trade prospect if he doesn't kind of pan out the way you think. Or if not, you keep him. <laughs> Paul's like, now we're trading. Do Kyle we I trade don't want to trade Kyle Turner. We only got three guys. <laughs> He's one of the five guys under the age of 25 that can play. I, I, I don't want to trade him. Yeah, I'm, I'm I with can't you on that one. Can, I mean, I don't want to trade him either, but I'm saying like. I don't want Tyron Matthew instead of Kyle Duggar. I'll take Kyle Duggar. Okay. I know that might shock people with me being positive on a young Patriot player. It is. Tyron I, Matthew I is knocking the door I'm, at 30 years I'm old. I'm bowled over. And he's going on his, what, fourth team. I'll like, I don't think Tyron Matthew is. Jordan Poyer or Micah Hyde. I'll take those two yeah. over what I have, uh, you know, as older safeties. Tyron Matthews not that guy. No way. Gets, I'll take Devin McCourty. He gets dinged up a lot, too. You would take Devin McCourty? Yeah. Now, I wouldn't have necessarily done the contract that they did for Devin McCourty, like, pushing more money. You know, these void years are ridiculous. Well, like, well, forget about the – okay, so let's just say that you haven't done the contract yet with McCourty because I get it. You're not going to pay Matthew and McCourty. 
But what if it was one or the other? You know, if, if I, I think there's an argument to be made that McCourty is more valuable to the Patriots than Matthew would be coming in. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't think Tyron Matthew is, you know, in his prime. Okay. I think he's a good player, but I don't think he's in his prime. Much like I know McCourty's not in his prime. Right. I so watched him the last. Paul thinks years. the guy who stays on his own team is more valuable than the, so that's <laughs> Eric, I, I caught that too. I caught that too. I didn't want to go down that it's road. It's not though. the same. I didn't want to go down that that's, road. I get it. That's, I, that's, that's, thanks, Eric. That's stupid. You're it's welcome. funny for you. <laughs> normally, normally the most humorless guy on the planet. I, I just said that I wouldn't want Tyron Matthew. He looked at me like I just like you know ate an onion or something. <laughs> so that was funny for the most humorless guy in the show, but, wow. it's, not, but it's not the same Paul, thing. Hey, but don't get mad at me. I didn't force you to write the, uh, it's not the, the same. The, the useless analysis piece today. So don't get mad at me. Take your anger out on the person that you're just supposed to take it out. Who's harumphing now? Uh, Paul's mad because I made him right today. Uh, not mad for that. No. Uh, it's, we got to talk. Oh, okay. Uh, do you get? I, I mean, I'm curious. I'm getting 2005 defense vibe, and that's. I was just curious your guys' opinion on that one, where it was like all of a sudden you went from. Ty Law and and then all, uh, Dwayne Starks. What, what two thousand five? You know, you, you go. Well, it was just a, a period where you had a bunch of guys <laughs> laugh. who have been funny. around for a while. Brewski stroke, obviously that without you didn't see that coming. But Pfeiffer, you know, I think Johnson was gone at that point. So you know, I, I don't know. I'm just I, I I'm getting the vibe of these positions at cornerback and linebacker that all of a sudden you're going to look out there and you're like, Monty Beisel is playing. <laughs> Like Chad Brown, like you know, all of a sudden it just goes from like he's not wrong a defense no. that is established, and you're like, God, but I love these guys. I trust them to like, I I guess we're gonna try to do it, it with this new group now. Well, and that's what it feels like. It's I think going. I think it's not just the Patriots, but you get you get caught in positions mm-hmm. in in a certain position, you know, like because of the cycle, and it's like, oh, this is the year that we're gonna be short here, and you just gotta work through it, you know, uh, you know, because like you said, during the dynasty that happened. And they just had to work through it. I, I, I remember the Monty Beisel, Chad Brown era. I remember Chad Brown being folded up like a folding chair in Denver, and Monty Beisel, you know, mm-hmm. like, Monty like, Beisel couldn't play. No, yeah. they didn't. Flat you know, couldn't play. It was awful. Chad Brown was a good player who was past his right. Yeah, and then they he's kind of an outside linebacker, yeah. and they had him like inside. And then yeah. Vrabel was moving inside. Yeah. And I mean, what kind of linebacker drives around in a Mini Cooper? (laughs) I mean, that that was ridiculous. How do you fit in it? How do you remember that? Chad Brown. Yeah, yeah, A, how do you remember that? And B. I remember that. I just, it struck me. It's like, why wouldn't you want to be comfortable? (laughs) What makes you think he wasn't comfortable? In a Mini Cooper? Well, the car is not Mini, like, he's not like driving like a clown car. No, but they're small cars. Big enough for a linebacker to fit into. I don't know. See, this is what I was looking for when I asked about 2005. <laughs> yeah. What was Chad Brown driving? I just, re- you know. <laughs> Did you ask about 2005? Well, that was I, that's when, when he brought, brought it up. Because I, no. I think it's a great, like, when you said it, I was like, I well, 2004 was defense was stacked. And yeah. it's not really, com- but then you started talking about some of the different pieces that they had. And I was like, huh. Yeah. It's not. You get stuck. It's, it's not all that different. That, yeah. I mean, that's a diff- like, that's what makes football great but also more complicated you have so many pieces that you have to you know take care of every year so fluid. you know it's not like basketball or hockey and you it's know a fluid it's, situation yeah yeah and then you Remember put the guys in the place and, oh, yeah. and, some, oh, yeah. and sometimes story. when you get to a certain position group you know there's a year or two where you're kind of stuck you know you're in that cycle because yeah. you can't replenish every position every year you know especially with what the Patriots are going through now you know it's it's there's going to be a position this year that they're going to be 
not good at. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I hope that's yeah. only one. Hank the game that year? Hank Poteet. Hank Poteet. Yeah. But that's, and, that, and, and they're going to have to figure out how to hide that. Yeah. And I mean, and I bring that up less like, you know, one for one player, just as like a, a fan going from these players that you've been watching forever that you trust, Dante Hightower, like, you know, for example, to these new play, these new guys that you're trying to sell yourself on. Are they are they Patriots? Yeah. Are they right. going to be able to keep it going? Or like, we, you know, is the magic just happened that they come in? And I mean, I think that year was a little bit of a of a reminder but then you know i also think that you look at the turnover on defense 09 10 those you know you, you got to find these gems like you got to find a rob ninkovich you know you got to find a cast off long snapper that nobody's talking about that all of a sudden knows how to play or you and, and you got to hit the draft out of the park so i mean i understand right now after what happened in buffalo and how the offseason's gone and people are like we need to get better and right now it seems like you're at best treading water with what you got there's time to go, but at the same time, like, I think it's just shining a light on how badly they need to really get some players in here. And it's probably the draft, but it may be a free agent gem that, that nobody's going to talk about. And we're going to, you know, maybe it's this guy today, Mac. Mac, what's his name? Mac Jones? What's his name? Yeah. Mac Wilson. <laughs> Mac Wilson. Mac, Mac with a K. No. But, but no, you know, not going to be him. But I think, you know, we talked about it last show, you know, when they got rid of Van Noy, um, and now they got rid of. Winovich, what yeah. we were saying about that linebacking core is well it, again, know, yeah. If they're they're telling us that they agreed, right? But <laughs> you know, yeah. As far as getting rid of those guys, but like, is Mac Wilson going to play defense? That's the question I brought up at the start. Oh, I, of the I show. have no like, idea. Did they trade for him to play defense or special teams? Because Fred asked at the start of the show, are they better because of this trade? And I said, well, if tell I said me incrementally, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I said, tell me, is he going to play defense or s- just special teams? Because if he's just playing special teams, I don't think they're I mean, better. No. Better from last year? No. Over Winkovich. Like, did they oh. upgrade that w- Winkovich? Winkovich. <laughs> wink, wink. Hits yeah, they don't play the same position, so it's not apples to apples. Yeah. W- Winkovich is an outside edge guy, and Wilson is an off, off the ball inside guy. Yeah. So they're not really the same. Right. Well, I mean, like, and who's to say what the Winovich to Ronnie Perkins is going to be to what it, right. the that Mac Wilson to Raekwon Raekwon McMillan? Raekwon Raekwon McMillan. Is he better than Jawan Bentley? Because that looks like the guy. See, I think that's. I think that's an interesting name to bring up. And does this signal? Because if that's the swap that they're that they're not going to go forward, which I'm surprised. I thought that Jawan Bentley was going to come back, and that was going to be the move that everybody's like, they're not going to change the linebacker position. He's not fast enough. You know, like it would freak people out. But I think Jelani Tavai might kind of be that thumper dude anyway. And See, like, I think I Bentley think is – Bentley is smaller than most of those guys that he usually has too. He's just not um, – he, he's not as small as Wilson. Like I yeah. – like despite what I just wrote, <laughs> uh, I would be surprised if Bill Belichick just says, yeah, yeah I'm good. 230-pound guy. Yeah, I'm going to put him in. The, uh, like, talk about going cold turkey and just completely switching from 250-plus to – I don't buy it. Small, like, I, I'll need to see that before I believe that he's going to do that. I think he probably feels that Mac Wilson is a better alternative than a guy like Tavai um, to fill in, to play uh, different roles, and maybe, you know, he'll definitely play special teams. I think I think that he's looking at at that kind of a thing, and maybe he feels like with Ronnie Perkins and Josh Uche and and some of those guys, he has some guys that might factor in on the edges. So Winovich was expendable. Let's get some more depth on the inside. But like you bring up Raquan McMillan, don't you half expect to see Raquan McMillan out there at the start of training camp calling the defense, calling the de- <laughs> like, and you're like, 
There it is. Yeah. There, what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. You know, here yeah. we go. Yeah. Well, That's what could, I kind of expect. It could be out there to start the start camp, but will he be there at the start of the regular season? Well, as long as he's healthy, yeah. If he starts camp, that's what he'll feel like. That's well, you know. I'm How many times do you see that change? Like when the first thing that we see, hmm. you know, with with a veteran like rookies that they go in and out all the time. You know, like, oh wow, Miles Bryant's getting a lot of run today, and you know, and I'm not making fun of anybody. I write it too, um, but when you see like a veteran like Raekwon McMillan, well, I just wonder. Like, hmm. I just wonder if coming off the the knee injury yeah whether they they put him out there to start saying okay let's go and then they see oh boy he really just doesn't have it and oh that could you know what i mean yeah Yeah, that could happen absolutely that's why i said if he's healthy yeah i I also just wonder what what's happening on the edges of the defense i mean i think we've talked plenty about the run defense and you know say what you will about dante hightower but i think he's the last year set the edge when he needed to set the edge i don't know who's setting the edge now i don't know who's going to set the edge of the uh, of the side you got matthew judon on one side okay but you know i just i think there's some holes glaring right now of things that i really think just from like a basic football perspective you need and you don't have a young tough edge guy right now you have judon and, and that's about it um is is ted Karras not coming back a sneaky kind of loss that's un- a little underrated because you know that that line was having trouble last year and obviously when trent brown came back that helped but it also helped when they inserted Karras at guard. It did. Yeah. Um, I, I think that was a good point of conversation throughout the year of, like, you know, maybe one for one, maybe you like the skill set of Unwenu a little better, but it just worked better with Ted Karras, whether it's experience or, you know, just his, you know, comfortability within New England. I think it just depends on how you feel about Unwenu. If you're PFF, you're like, well, of course they'd let Ted Karras <laughs> walk. They've got the best guard in the league, and Michael Unwenu yeah. playing third yeah. tackle best right tackle now. Too. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. So... You know, but I, but again, another you know conversation Paul and I had is like you know for for all the positive that you say about Michael and Wenyu, he's not Logan Mankins. He's not a day one walk in. Guess what? I'm yeah. playing left guard, and you're gonna have to drag me out of here. Like, I mean, for whatever reason, he's moved around a little bit. Yeah. Um. So I, I like know. that move, and Mike and I did talk about this a little bit. And, and the reason is like I look at some of the things they've done in the, in the last few years, and I've been like, you don't need to give Shaq Mason this big extension you don't need to franchise tag joe tooney like just get the next guy like ted karras was there a market drop-off between joe tooney and ted karras last year like did you look at ted karras and say wow they really i'm not saying joe tooney's not a better player i'm not being like a patriots homer and saying well they were right to let tooney go no I'm, i'm not saying that at all joe tooney's a better player than Ted Karras. But did you look at that spot and say, wow, we really miss Joe Tooney at left guard? It doesn't and, seem... And I don't think you'll miss to, Ted Karras to, at left guard the layman, when you're there. To the layman, it doesn't seem like it was a drop-off. But, we, like, who knows when they go in the film room what they know. Like, maybe it was, and we just don't realize it. But I'm just know. telling you... I don't know. You're right. And I don't. I don't ever pretend to be an expert on offensive line play. You're absolutely right, Freddie. But... When you watch the games, did you look at that and say, "Wow, Ted Karras is getting overwhelmed"? No, they need to make a move there. Like it, like, or when or when you I was went, playing, yeah. like they had some issues. There's no question that early in the year they had some. They also had a lot of moving parts. Yep, there were guys in and out of the lineup constantly early in the year. And once Karras went in, I kind of think it was more coincidental hmm. than it was. You know, as a result of a, a drastic upgrade between Harris sta- over Owenu. A stabilization. Right. I just yeah. think it kind of it coincided with the line gelling a little bit, and Karras was the beneficiary. I, I think Owenu will play. He's going to start 
somewhere. If Brown comes back, he'll start definitely at guard. If Brown doesn't come back and they need to replace both, they have a decision. I think Owenya will stay at guard either way, and Haran might be the right tackle. And then we'll start to look at things. But I don't think Owenya is a problem. I think he was a good young player. I don't think he's great. But I, I like the idea of saying, yeah, Ted Karras did a nice job for us last year. Six million a year? Okay, thanks, Ted. I'm good with that. You know, we're all like, we got to improve wide receiver, we got to improve the line, we got to improve cornerback, <laughs> linebacker. And then Bill says, we got to improve special teams. Let's bring in Mac Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Hecker's available, too. I don't know. Maybe oh. a punter move, maybe. Well, <laughs> he's well, old. He's old. Okay. Leave the punter alone. He's fine. Uh, Eric, you, you, you are very, very defensive of I do uh, get Jake defensive Bailey. of, of yeah. uh, my special teams. I know, but Hecker, he's a weapon. Eh, I like Bailey. Yeah. He's okay. our guy. Right. Two years for four. Well, what's the guy, the San Jose State guy? Oh, Ariza? Uh, uh, yeah, Ariza. Ariza or Ariza? Ariza. Punt God. Punt God. Yeah, he's the guy coming. He's got a leg. Lefty, Stop you know. Lefty. Stop it. Yeah. Left-footed. That's right. You don't need an offense anymore. you got a punter. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Except the punter only plays when your offense is bad. <laughs> exactly. 855-PATS-500 <laughs> is the ace ticket hotline web radio at patriots.com. Let's uh, open it up. See what people are thinking about. All okay. right. Yeah. Uh, we'll start with <laughs> Chris with a T I A N. Can't wait for that. What's up, Christian? Hey guys, what's happening? Hey, not much over here. Literally. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I um, you know, I didn't expect expect them to do that much coming off the of last year, obviously, and I figured Jackson was gone. You know, my the I kind of have like mm-hmm. a a hope and a worry at the same time. You know, the hope is that. The guys that they signed last year obviously get better if they stay here. Um, and then the guys that were, you know, good last year improve. My, my, my question to you is, is the coaching in place to do that? Yeah, you have Bill, but I, I don't know how good Mayo and, and, and Steve are. And I have no idea on offense who's who and who's mm. doing what and who's good enough to – to, for those guys taking next step, next step, like if Josh was there, it'd feel a lot better, obviously, but he's not. So, you know, and I just, I, I that's my concern. Like, you dole out a ton of money last year. You better get something from Joe New Smith this year. Um, I lost all faith in Harry, but I'm hoping that guys like, uh, you know, um, Jacoby Byers and Kendrick Bourne can take another step. Um, I don't know if they fit their ceiling yet, so that's kind of like where I'm coming from. Like, I didn't expect them to make big moves, um, but I, I, I do worry about going into the season. Like, and they got to nail another draft again. Like, they got to get another. Oh, that, two absolutely, or three. That's, that might yep. be the most important they, element yep. out of everything that you talked about. Absolutely, yeah. They need yeah, more young so players. That that's my concern about what they did yesterday. Is it's great to bring back the band, but you know, right. 37, 37, 35, 34. Like, they need to get younger. And re-signing yeah. all of your thirty-something-year-old veterans isn't the way to do it. Yeah, and they need Dev back there. Like I didn't mind that. Like I, I, I think they. Yeah, I'd love having him there for guys like Duggar. You know, um, to continue to to learn from and mentor. So, and I, I quite frankly, I think they need him. I mean, even with Phillips, uh, you know, back there. And I'm starting so, to think I'm um, might, might be too high on Duggar. You might be. I might be. Okay. And that almost no. never happens on this show. No. no. I mean, no. I thought I remember last year, like, like, there were times where we were like, oh, Duggar's not quite taking the second-year leap like, that I we think thought. Doug, I think I Duggar and Phillips on. are just The last fine. time Paul was high on somebody who was on the Patriots, he got traded to Buffalo. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Just shake your head and. That's sad. <laughs> Chris uh, <laughs> just hung up. He yeah. said, "All right." He said, "All right." Yeah. I, I think enough. But I do. I, I'm one. I, I'm worrying that maybe I'm a little higher. Like, what is wrong with the tandem of Phillips and Duggar? Like, I, nothing like, that we had to have no. this guy back for nine million plus more money yeah. on top. No, I, th- of, like, I, I think we're good at that safety. I, I, I just, yeah, I, okay. I'm fine with it. I, I, I think just a point though to, to Christian though is I, I mean. I think you've seen this kind of uh, defensive coaching configuration the last few years, but you know, especially for Steve and Gerard, they've had a veteran group. And so now I think you're really going to see what those guys have because they're probably, as we've been talking about, going to have a bunch of new players that they're going to have to you know, not only teach the system, but figure out what they do well and adapt and, and you know, maybe bring their own twist to, to this new thing because it's not, all right, we know we can do this with Van Noy, we'll do this with Hightower, we'll put Collins over there. We, you know, like it's, it's, it's going to be all new to them too. And if you're going to have less of the head coach involved on the defensive side, then I think it's even more on them. So that, that, that's what I'll be interested to see is, is how they manage this and, and who else they bring in. Would you, would, is it fair to say that the younger your players – the more your coaches should be experienced. Yeah, that's that's another yeah. point that Mike, when Mike was talking, that kind of yeah. made me worry a little more. Maybe that's why they feel like they had to have McCordy because right. they're not awfully confident in the instruction. Right. And I mean, and you know, it was also just another button on it is that Steve Belichick was really involved with Ronnie Perkins. So you know, it's the guy you wanted. You're going to get to go get a chance to play now. We'll, we'll see what you can do with him. Collaborative. Collaborative. It's more of a collaborative. Uh, one other thing just to say real quick. Um, the, trade uh, for another Alabama guy. The Bills, yeah. the Bills are adding J.D. McKissick, which is a you know, good receiving back. Uh, kind of interesting move. Just somebody I kind of on my radar a little bit with, with the Patriots. But, you know, just more kinda of their kind of offense, what they want yeah, what they wanted, what they wanted that stiff breeder to do for yep. them last year. Wow. Yeah, I think it's a good, mm, good little signing mm. for them. Uh, let's go to Eldred in North Carolina. Hey, Eldred. I'm just dropping the ball in that Monday night game for no reason. Hey, fellas. How y'all doing? Good. I'm not happy. I'm with Paul. Paul There's a surprise. <laughs> you don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it for you. Heck no, no nine million for McCourty. Like I say, he's the average uh, safety. I, I would have got a, hun- a honey badger and been happy with him. Because, like I said, I don't, I don't remember seeing McCourty last year or your full-ass impact play. I don't see it. That's yeah. a safety for Eighty something million. That's a bunch of bull. That's a bunch of bull. And like I said, GM, I don't like it. Coach, I love him to death. GM, I never did like like some of his moves. He always paid his buddies. He always paid the foot soldiers that towed that line and whatever. But nine million is not good for leadership, especially when you can't lead on the field. You lead by example. Yeah. And I'm like, no. Yeah. Uh, I would I would have kept JT. You know, I would have corners. Because you got some safeties, but you ain't got no corners. Would you have rather have signed J.C. Jackson, Fred, or re-signed McCourty? If you can only have one, J.C. Jackson. Me too. J.C. Jackson. Me too. But and I'm not. I'm not shedding tears that J.C. Jackson is gone. I've been pretty consistent. I think he's a good player, not a great player. But I would. I, you know, I, I would have rather have kept him than, than McCourty. Him. Yeah, than McCourty. Yes. And then, then you get another uh, corner in the draft or someone like that, and then you may have a tandem on the end. But right now you got five nine five eleven slow corners, and it's going to be an air attack all year long. See, listen, during the running, it's going to be an air attack. I hear what you're saying. It's just, and and yes, McCourty didn't make any big dynamic plays. He's not, you know. I thought there was a drop off last year. I think I'm you know, in the minority, in but that too. drop off every year. But I yep. I <laughs> I think what the coaches would tell us is, you don't understand what he's doing out there. 
That's why you don't think that he had an impact. Well, I mean, if you want to use that as the barometer, then why are we talking about any of this? No, no, but but yeah. obviously but, the coaches but, but, but know Fred, a lot more Fred, than I, we do. I see with my eyes, Fred. I see with my eyes. No, I know, but but in terms in terms of getting the calls, making sure first. people in the you know yeah. Now, now the whole two new corners. Now maybe? the whole defense played terribly right. in December, including him. You know, like you have to include everybody in that conversation yep. at the end of the season. Like now, why that happened is something that they need to figure out, and they're never going to tell us the answer. But no one played well at the end, you know, and he's part of that, right? And we decided uh, to bring the band back together. To one more question: I have to run. Would you? Keep uh, Jacoby Myers instead of let him walk, get, get a suck around, because you really ain't got no receivers. And Harry ain't going to never jump to a first round in the last five years. I don't give a dirty. Well, they tendered Myers, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So someone, Would you take a second round? Yeah, I think, yeah. His, his question is if someone you know, shows interest we'll in Jacoby a, Myers, would yeah. you take the second round pick for him, or do you feel like you need the receiver too much to. You need the receiver. You need, you need I, him. I do Kevin think you Bourne. need the receiver, but I think you I, could I, get a second-round receiver. receiver that's probably more yeah. Okay, that's the thing. Dynamic. Are you going to get somebody that's better than him in the second round? And I, maybe I, maybe not immediately. I, I certainly would think so. Yeah. yeah. But oh, Wow. Well, uh, uh, I think I'll he's pretty good. In the, sec- in the second oh. round? Yeah, you might get somebody better. You've got to be able to get a better second round. I don't round. know. You have to. Yeah. I mean, I, I know that they're – Okay, I have a good one. All right. Thanks, Eldred. I know everybody looks at – Everybody looks at Belichick's track record and yep. wide receivers, and I I think that they're scared to death of it. But there's a lot of good receivers in the second round. Yeah. But you know, Jacoby Myers, what was he drafted in? The, it wasn't nothing. Uh, so it was undrafted. But now, like, where would he be drafted? Like, not knowing what he is now, where do you think he would be drafted? Mid, early day, early day three. Yeah. Early day three. Yeah. Still I mean, I, 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 I still don't think he has the the measurables to like light it up. But I mean. I, I I would still say he's better than like the Slade Bolden guy that everybody loves, but you know I think he's got good size and good athleticism, but I just don't think he has the any any plus you know one of those things in the scouting combine where they're going to say oh he you yeah know. I I agree with Mike I think you get drafted I don't know yeah. how high but I think you would be drafted third uh, round somewhere in there yeah we didn't talk at all about uh, Deshaun Watson you know I know wasn't uh, going anywhere. Saints in Carolina. Yeah, it sounds. I mean, and and Falcons and, and now we, apparently and, and are the in the. Fa- and I thought the Browns too. And the Browns Brown, were another one. I, yeah, yeah. He's, the, he's talked. I think to the Saints, Panthers, and Browns. Well, I heard that the only two teams that he would allow to be traded to were the Saints and the Panthers. But now it seems to open yeah, up a Cleveland little bit. And yeah. They said somebody's saying yeah. Atlanta was a dark horse. Right. I mean, we saw something that that John McClain in San Houston, Francisco uh, is possibly uh, <laughs> lingering too. Yeah, John McClain retweeted somebody from Carolina that said that that they have a deal in place for him that would include Brian Burns, uh, Jeremy Chin, and two, and two three, three first three round ones. picks. Wow, was three ones and two good with. young players. Yeah, uh, which would be a good haul for Houston, I think, but. I mean, the only thing that makes sense to me, like I know that Indy looked into it in the category, you're not going to trade him in the division. I think anything else would be I, – I don't think you want him in your own division, um, you know, in his prime. It's not like Drew, you know, back in the day when Drew was sort of, you know, nearing the end. Yeah. You know, like where you didn't really care where he went. This guy's 26 years old. He could kill you for another 10 years. Yep. So, all right, uh, let's go to Willem and Phil. What's up, William? Fellas, what's going on? How y'all doing? Good, good, good. Okay. Um, I'm say I'm with you, Paul. Uh, 
Kyle Duck, I'm I'm high on him, man. I'm a fan, man. You know, if you want to add the Honey Badger, fine, but don't get rid of Kyle Duggar. Nah, man. He, <laughs> I'm a fan on that one, definitely. And um, and you're right too, also, Paul. Uh, you know, Bills drafting on wide receiver, yeah, it just scares the hell out of me. I'm one of those <laughs> one of those fans. Yeah, it does. Because I'm telling you, every year we used to have, I guess you said in the draft, it always was a good receiver. I, Bill just, I don't know what the hell he'd be thinking, man. I honestly don't. I'm like, is something really wrong with you? As, as a coach, he's the greatest of all time with it. But as a GM, he sucks, man. Like, y'all, y'all got to call it what it is. Like, y'all let the scouts handle that, for real. He needs to let the scouts handle it, not him. I'm sorry. It's just it. And Miles Jack, I would love to have him. So. Yeah. And yeah. Um, that's it, fellas. <laughs> All right. Thanks, William. I just want to kind of just def- defend my bringing up to Kyle Duggar's name earlier. Oh. And, and just because I, I didn't say I wanted to trade him. I said he's a potential guy that you could put on the trade market in midseason before the trade deadline if he starts playing like he did last year because I remember at the beginning of last year we were saying coming out of camp coming out of the preseason "Ah, he's not quite what we thought we were getting coming into year two he was a little weak in coverage he made a couple of nice plays you know tackles open field that kind of thing but we saw him and I remember all of us saying boy he's not really playing kind of the way we thought end of the season he made a couple of nice plays he had that pick in the Jacksonville game but everybody played well in that game (laughs) So I, I just want to say that I, I'm not saying I want to get rid of him. I still have hope for him. But I think he's a guy that you need to look at as a potential. If he's still not living up to things in year three, you have to consider it. Yeah, I don't think he's great in coverage. I think he's adequate, but I don't think he's great in coverage. I don't think safeties in general are great in coverage. I don't think there's a lot of those guys. That's why I think the Bills' tandem is so impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Rashad in Baltimore. Hey, Rashad. Hey, what's up? What's up? Hey. I, I'm I, I got to jump on the Kyle Duggar thing because I'm definitely a fan of Kyle Duggar. Okay, I mean, I mean, he said, I mean, he's young, he's still developing. It's, I mean, is he going? Yeah, Eric. Third year? I'm liking. I'm liking a jump. I'm liking a jump. God yeah. forbid. God forbid somebody has a different. Opinion. I agree. Eric hates him, but I don't yeah. get it. <laughs> but I wanted to talk about uh, like the free free agency. Um, I'm, I'm guessing I want the Patriots just to uh, just to. Just to get a like a veteran corner, like you know, it don't even have to be nobody who's going to be here for a long time. Just somebody can be here just two years, just to help. Because I'm pretty sure we're going to draft a corner, so just somebody who can help. Bring well, then they should have just franchised J.C. Jackson. That you know, I, like I agree with you, no, Rashad. I'm, not, I'm with you. I, I don't think, think they, he, I don't think he's looking for a veteran corner to make seventeen million dollars. Well, I'm still yeah, I'm I'm still on my boat. I I don't think. I mean, J.C. He was good, but he's not elite. He's not elite. He's not elite. To me, he's not elite. No, nope. Andrew Whitworth he's retired good. officially. He's good, but he's not. He's not worth that money. He, and I feel like well, I, I feel like if you can say two or three of that contract, they would be trying to renegotiate or even maybe release them because he's not going to be performing to the values of the contract yeah. and how they think how they think they you know the corner supposed to be. See, here's the conundrum though, Rashad. He's not elite, but anyone at his level in today's NFL is going to get paid that money. You know, yeah, that is true. that's the problem. So if you don't want to pay that money, fine, but you're not going to get a cornerback even as good as J.C. Jackson, you know. All right. No, I, I, I get it. I hear what you're saying, Rashad. I, all right. Time for a break. We're going to eat uh, when we come back. More uh, off-season free Asian Patriots talk here in Patriots Unfiltered. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. 
Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grillin' Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments. A world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb, and our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played, and everyone knows we gave it our all. We, the fans, march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, 
and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grillin' Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx Delivery. Game Day Spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments. A world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb, and our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played, and everyone knows we gave it our all. We, the fans, march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. 
Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. And now, great moments in history. Maybe I'm over. That's going around too. That's going around too. What, what, what picture he posted? Subterfuge. What, where did what, he post? He posted a that. picture and it was him like smiling. And, and if you look close, he was at Gillette Stadium. Who was this? Brady. Oh, Brady. Brady. He, the picture what? he posted On, was see. him at from uh, the Tampa game. I didn't. Here. I didn't look at the thing. I, I know you didn't. I so printed I was, out the. I was asking some. Well, it was on part of this thing. <laughs> you printed it. I printed it out guy, in case we were going to reference. This kills it. more trees than anybody I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. It's not. Will you file that? Fred, you we're just talking about how, oh, you know, when we're doing the show, we should reference. Be like a normal man and look it on your phone. I have it right here. Just look on your it. phone. No, I want the sound. The, it's an, a radio. the animals need the trees, it. Eric. <laughs> it's up early. Think about <laughs> that. Trees. Uh, my second question is whether you guys <laughs> think. So I hate you all. That's another great moment from. All right. Welcome back to Patriots Unfiltered. 855-PATS-500 is the ace ticket hotline. Web radio at Patriots.com is the email address. So, gonna read some. Yeah, one of the things we were talking about during the break, uh, that Adam Schefter tweet about Deshaun Watson, you know, not I mean, good, Bob. I know <laughs> he gets very, you know, defensive when people say, "Oh, you're carrying water for this person or that person," but that was obviously just repeating what the agent told him, you know. Yeah, not good. Not a good yeah. look. 
seems like he gets locked into communicating with agents and managers and you know it's like you, you got to take a second i think to, Listen, i mean i don't know how he manages you, what he you does need anyway. you, you need to develop your sources and you want your sources to trust you but part of that is like explaining to the source i'm going to be objective here and if i write something good it has more weight than if i'm just carrying water and write something good Right. he didn't have to right. say anything no you know negative there and to me it's it I, I even think this is less about just taking the the agent, but just have some common sense. Like the fact that he wasn't criminally charged with anything does not equate innocence, right? Which is basically what he intimated with the yeah. you know Watson felt all along the truth. Oh, what do we got? Patriots? What do we got? James White. Oh, okay. Resign. Resign James White. Two year, two point five million deal. Can't have enough thirty somethings. Oh, that's it. Two point five total or per year. That's a total. Jeez. Tom Pelissero. That's a deal. That's yeah. a deal. Is, is it? Yeah. Okay. A million a year only, for James White. As long as you say five hundred k guaranteed. That's a deal. Well, he's coming off a serious hip injury. No, don't worry about it. <laughs> no. At, what, don't what, worry what about it. Think he was going to get like cash in on they the had all market? They had all kinds of competition for his services. I thought he'd make three four million. He only made three last year. Yeah, That's right. When he was healthy. Yeah. When he was healthy. Now he's not coming off a hip surgery. Well, if he's not going to play and you don't resign him, obviously they think he's going to play, right? No, I know, but how well, Fred? I, I like the guy, like Jamison Williams is coming out of the draft with a torn ACL. He's going to play at some point. We just don't know when. Great. And deal. we don't know how well. Great deal. Once again, Patriots. Chess. You know, chess. Yeah. Chess. I, I think take a ten and eight <laughs> team that got blown off the field to lose the playoffs. And pull a Tampa Bay. He wasn't part of that. He wasn't part of pull that. Pull a Tampa Bay. <laughs> Let's bring the band back. Let's keep the band <laughs> he, he together and part run of it that. back. He wasn't part of he that demise. Uh, Somehow the Super Bowl champs decided to run it back and were mocked and know. ridiculed for it. I think, but the ten and eight Patriots who got knocked out I, of the first round of the playoffs. I think James White by not a good forcing guy. A, a fourth down in the game. <laughs> I think he's yeah. a good guy. I think he's a good guy too, Fred. Yeah. I think he's nice. Yeah. I, I I would disagree with that. <laughs> oh wow! One of my favorite all time Patriots. Yeah. I think. I mean. I think it's something they kind of had to do. I mean, I brought up McKissick before the break. I think they needed a receiving back. He saw some good chemistry between the two. Low money, you know. I, I older guy. I mean, I like not to dismiss Paul's point about you need young guys to get talented. But I, I think that that's a given. What's out there? What they need? What that room needs? What they can afford? It's too. all about what you've had. Can I ask a question? I have, I have another Here we question go. because this is another one. I know it's Mike, coming. I, I'm gonna, I know no, it's please. coming. I want to apologize. I wanna, no, I, I do. I, I do it. want to apologize for two, for two reasons. Number one, I completely cut you off in the middle of a sentence, so I want to apologize for that. But uh, number two, I don't want you to think this has anything to do with anything you've said because it doesn't. Uh, it did, does. Did the Patriots have a culture issue last year? I don't know. I'm asking what your opinion is. Oh, this is going to be good. Um, I think they might have. I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. I didn't sense that at all. But evidently they did. Evidently you're right. Because that is the number one priority. And, again, no disrespect intended to a lot of guys that I really, really like in, in some cases really, really res respect, like Mike Reese. Have the utmost respect for Mike Reese. Yep. If he writes it once, he writes it 100 times in the last three weeks about – the culture fit, and these moves were clearly made with cu the cult. I wasn't aware the Patriots had a culture problem. <coughs> well, and now I'm a little worried about. Now I'm even like you know me. I get worried about random crap. Yeah, I almost said poop. Uh, you almost did. Um, 
So I get worried about a lot of these little things. What if it was now? I'm worried that they had a culture problem that I didn't know about last year. What if it was less a culture thing than more of differences of opinion among players? You know, and not that's, that's a culture problem. Well, yeah, I mean, you like could guys say, not on the same page. Yeah, it's but, not like but not where you were brought up. Your culture, not yeah, but yeah. no, but I, I know, I, I know what you're saying. But it wasn't. It was less a. Um, you know, like, oh, I'm not bought into playing football, that type of culture thing, less than what we're doing. I, I don't right. agree with what we're doing yeah, on that, the that, field. That's a culture problem. It, that's well, what I'm talking about. Well, like, yeah, I mean, remember the, the famous quote from Matthew Slater about, you know, hey, this can go. I, oh, and I was this can go summarily mocked for that, for being concerned about that, right? that quiz. Right. That that we, we, we hadn't heard anything like that come out of that locker room in – I can't even remember the last it's a great time I heard something like that. Is he the same? Who's the one that said, you know, you need it's time to look in the mirror? I, that was Slater. That I was Slater saying, too. Like, we this said could, this, this yeah. could go one of two ways. Like yeah. we could either we could pack it up, pack and, it up, and, and go home and quit, or, right? or something along those lines. Yeah. yeah. Or or we could say, and we're I made know what I'm going to do, or right. something like that. Right. And you right. had, you know, we had the the. Um, do we have the, more news over there. You look like you have that look on your face. No, I was just teeing We had the quote from Van Noy. I don't remember if it was during the season or right after the season where about like, you know, Judon. Oh, yeah. Being able to run around and do his own thing, which may have had something to do with why he was let go. But, you know, you had J.C. Jackson. I wasn't aware there was a culture issue. But now, you know, evidently they thought it was really important to get every 35 year old guy that was on the Patriots last year and retain his services or get rid of before free agency. Like and the other thing that I don't understand is why all of these moves are being made when everybody else is signing other free agents. Why weren't all these moves made last week? Hmm. Like, get your house in order last week mm-hmm. so you're ready to, to right. go this week. Right. But I don't know. I, I love, you know, I, in all seriousness, you know I love me some James White. Who doesn't? I was on James White before he played. I, I mean, that year that he was basically redshirted, I loved the guy. I, I thought there was a lot of potential there. I love James White. I just don't think you needed him back. I don't. Well, I mean, it's basically free. All all it is is a roster spot at this point. Right, and I'd rather have the roster spot with a 25-year-old guy to do that. Well, to he, see if maybe he can do can, something over can, the next three or four years with Matt Jones. You can still do that. You know? That doesn't yeah, mean we can't. Yeah, I mean, if you want to cut him, but he's costing you someone in that role now. Cap is crap, Paul. It has nothing to do with the cap. He's oh, on oh. the roster. He's going to fill that role. I know. And don't worry. Bolden's coming back, too. You oh, wait. Oh. Uh, well, we'll see about that, but okay. You wait. He's coming, too. <laughs> <laughs> you next, Joe. You next. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I w- would you be surprised if the fourth round they pick a guy that is a, a running back? A, like you that? know, a pass-catching yeah. running back? James I, Cook from Georgia. I, I would. You would be? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Based, I on, based be. on this signing, I would be. I would not be. They only have six draft picks. I would not be. I would be a little more surprised now, but I, I do like James Cook from Georgia as, as a fit Dalvin Cook's brother. Um, but, I mean, can we tie the Josh thing into this of losing offensive coordinator? We don't really have a coach, you know, having that. I thought from that White was Hoyer. Well. well, for Mac. <laughs> we need one from Ramondre Stevenson, too. Paul's on fire today. He's I'm not. Like I'm not going to lie. He's like, got a bee in his bonnet. <laughs> I thought say. I thought there was a couple of things that were priorities, and and I totally agree with your original premise, Fred, that I heard you talking about as I was walking in. We didn't think they were going to go hog wild two years in a row, so I'm not disappointed in them for not doing that. I'm not. That's nothing to do like the whole they don't want to spend money thing. Nonsense. That's not what I'm talking about. I thought they needed to get faster and younger. 
Mm-hmm. They've done neither. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Retaining old slow guys is not what I well, would want to do. This there's still over twenty roster spots available, and guys can get you know. So we'll see. Right now, you're right. They haven't addressed that yet. You know, they have not addressed that yet. Uh, let's go to Christian. So if you think they can address it with young guys that cost a lot of money, then you agree with me about the cap then. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I Well, we, we talked about it as you were – this is another thing we were talking about as you walked in. The cap yeah, – I, I heard you. I let yeah, it go. Okay. I'll, then I'll let that go. That dumb remark. Uh, let's it's go to not Chris, dumb. Let's go to Christian, and then I'll. Anytime and, you can sign a guy to a one-year, nine million dollar deal, and his cap number is less than nine million, the cap is crap. Well, because like th- there's going to be dead money with McCourt. Like there's a million ways to do it. A right. million, a million ways to right. do no it. No one's saying that you don't have to do things to do it, but that's yeah. the only sport that you can get around the cap. Football and hockey, you can't do those it's, things. It's a looser cap, absolutely, no doubt about it. Because fifty-three guys, you got to be somewhat flexible. Uh, Christian, what's up? Yeah, hey, you guys. Good to talk to you again. Um, so what do you guys think about possibly you know, pulling an Earl Thomas off the scrap heap? One. Uh, oh, two. No thanks. Could you guys give me your top three, if we could do it, free agent wide receivers? Missed. As opposed to your top three, if we can possibly get them, uh, draft pick wide receivers. And then, and then lastly, could you guys possibly explain this double cap thing that Aaron Rodgers did? I don't get the the math how they they is like a one time special deal or something like that. Not a, not familiar with that. Do you have uh, anything you're Sources. working off yeah. of a report or anything? So, so supposedly they are paying Aaron Rodgers seventy five uh, million dollars over three years. Uh, I'm sorry, one hundred and fifty million dollars over three years. And so what they did was they pushed his contract back three years to 2024 and they're going to give him a signing bonus each year yeah okay. i mean that seems like is that some sort of weird double jeopardy How could is it a signing bo- yeah it's, it's, or is it a roster, a roster bonus, bonus. He's got, yeah. he has yeah. a i think he has a 50 million dollar roster bonus this year or something like yeah that. signing bonus is when you sign but then they have these roster bonuses if you're on the roster by a certain date it's guaranteed money you know and he so, knows he so will be they can they said that if he doesn't play two years from now, if he decides to, even though he's signed three years, if he decides to walk two years from now, that the um, the Packers will be stuck with like $68 million of dead money. Okay. So, like, Imagine that, that, and they still signed it. Oh, what are we going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Put a void there on it. On to the question, what about Earl Thomas? Pull him off the scrap heap. You know, Eric Weddle did well last year. Ooh, I think he's done. I don't think he yeah. can run anymore. I mean, it was a bad ending, too, for him in Baltimore, wasn't it? There was all kinds of yep. issues with him off the field as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think no they're good at safety. Him. If you got any old cornerbacks, I'd probably consider pulling any of them off the scrap heap, though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, always loved old Thomas Hart. You know, sad to see him go. I didn't think he was too old to play, probably just a head case. Um, what about the top three free agent wide receivers and your top three uh, possible draft picks? So Allen Robinson's still available. He right? is. That would be the number right. one. I, mean, yeah. are, they, I don't really he's think. Never, yeah. He's never performed, though, guys. He's always been like, oh, if he had a better quarterback, oh, if he, if he wasn't hurt, oh, this and that. He's like, he's almost like a Nikhil Harry to me. I, you know, more, more I, talented, I, I, but, yeah, I, I, but what I has can't. he done? Yeah, I can't. No, he's better than Nikhil Harry. I mean, yeah, I don't even put him in the same sentence as Nikhil Harry. Juju. Juju's well, still out there. Juju is still out yeah, there. Yeah, I don't have much interest in him. 
But there's not that much. But there's not that, a lot that, left. Not a lot of names left at this point. And that's what would you're reduced you guys to. Possibly, would you guys possibly see us just digging deep and getting that Devonte Adams? I mean, he doesn't want to play under the cap. We give him a little more than the cap. Is there he's going to stay. He's going to stay in Green Bay. He's going to stay in Green Bay. Well, they're not trading. They're not. They're not yeah, trading. you'd have to. They're not trading. They're not him. getting rid. You'd of have him. to give up a first round pick for him. And I think one of the re- reasons Rodgers resigned with them was the understanding that like, you're keeping Devonte Adams here. So okay. don't so, don't even think about him. There was a report yesterday that there was he's not uh, playing under the franchise He's, he's going right, to sign a new contract. Him. He's going to sign a new contract. Wait, did you you heard that he won't? He yeah, said he, he won't said, play. He has said he's not yeah. going to play. Yeah, under he the franchise says he doesn't want to play under the franchise. Which means they're working out a new deal. What if they can't? They will because but that's why Rogers stayed there. Exactly. He's not going anywhere. I mean, the same thing, guys. The same thing just happened with Randy Gregory, it, right? The Cowboys tweeted that different. they signed Randy Gregory. It's different. And then, whoa! Lo and behold, something happened, and now he's going to another team. Yeah, yeah. They changed the language in the contract, and he decided to to go to another team. Right. Devontae Adams doesn't have that luxury. <laughs> he's franchised. I mean, he's nine years in, right? And so, what if the Packers are thinking, you know, Devontae Adams is what? He's, he's nine nine seasons in or something. No. Devontae Adams I is not entering his 10th year. Devontae Adams is not entering his 10th year, is he? Well, anyway, I'm going to tell you Dussel, about... Dussel looked that I up. I want to give you some stats of the guy who, who never has performed. Um, in 2020, 102 catches for 1,259 yards. In 2019, 98 catches for 1,147 yards. In 2016, 73 catches for 883 yards. In 2013, 80 catches for 1,400 yards. And, oh, by the way, 14 touchdowns that year. That's Allen Robinson. So why does he always seem to be that guy that everyone's waiting for them, you know, for him to... Because he's expensive you know. as hell. He's like Brandon Cooks. He got franchised, and now he's going to make bank. Yeah. yeah you know, Brandon Cooks started his career as a first-round draft pick, so he's always been an expensive player. And he has been in two places with terrible quarterback play, Jacksonville and Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, that said. Did you guys that said, he gets 100 catches every year. Do you guys think his route tree matches what Mac Jones does well already? I, do you, what can you tell me, just out of curiosity, <laughs> now, now, what can you tell me about yeah. the Am- Allen Robinson route tree? <laughs> yeah, you know, his route tree, typically, from what I've seen, I, I just looked at his thing on, on YouTube, he does, a lot of, he does a lot of outs and a lot of comebacks. Not a lot of cross-the-middle stuff, not a lot of deep stuff. Well, they so need that, that, too. That we need. Yeah. You need everything. You need, yeah. a, you need talent. Yeah. That's what he's got. No, I would take Allen Robinson in a heartbeat. Yeah. Now, if you want to tell me he's a little old and you don't want, you think his best years are behind him, I I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that. But you, could you can't use tell some me older players in this. You can't tell me he's <laughs> he never produced already too. You can't tell me he's, he hasn't produced. Yeah. He had one bad year. Yeah, he's a last year he got he, hurt. He's a he good player. So I do take that back. But one, he's already been injured. And how do you put him up against the top three, you know, potential draft picks? Well, that's separate. You can still do that. Oh, like, you can still take the I don't draft want Devontae pick. Adams over a draft pick either. I mean, yeah. even though Devontae Sorry. Adams is a thousand times better. Yeah, I. you can do both. Oh, by the way, it's two years, five million for James White. Oh, yeah, Pelosi. Two and a half can, million. Can, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, okay. seems that makes ridiculous. That yeah. makes it better. Yeah. Uh, Devontae Adams' for rookie him. year was 2014 <laughs> when you saw him in, in Green Bay beat the Patriots. Uh, and this will be his ninth year. Nine Thanks, years. Christian. Oh. Oh, he's been around longer than I thought. So again, yeah, I'll take. <laughs> but he's not a going healthy Jamison Williams. He's not going anywhere. That's not an option. No. There was uh, there was the, the the rumor yesterday that the Patriots were in, were interested in uh, Valdez Scantling. That's another receiver 
name that was kind of out there. But that, again, that wasn't uh, an imminent signing. That was just one of those kind of like rumor mill they might be interested in. I just love to know who they actually are interested in. It's just it, like they, there's probably a long list of like guys they've talked to, guys mm. that people made up that they're interested in, agents that, agents want, that their want their guys guy to be there. interested. Like right. if you really ask Bill Belichick right now, like who are you interested in? Like yeah. is it a list of like six guys total? You know, like everybody's connected to them constantly. Let's get to some emails. Um, Webradio at Patriots.com. Juan in Stratford writes in, according to uh, Tom Pellicero, the contract for, uh, is $5 million for two years, $2.5 million for Sweet Feet. I hear Paul's point of giving the younger pass-catching running back a chance, but from a long-term perspective, is it worth it that White mentors Stevenson for the team's future? What are your thoughts? Here's the thing about players mentoring other players. That's not their job. Yeah, it's overrated. I mean, it can help. And, and, Obviously, it, and, and all that does is make me worry more that we have a bunch of guys that are, that are lost coach. souls. Well, yeah. but, but, and we need seven guys... 35 or older to make sure that all these other guys know what to do. But it, Otherwise, it, I don't even think anybody would be able to show up to the facility. It does help to have guys who show who, you know, sh- show the way by example. You know, ob- it does. It does help to have them. But they're not like, you know, sitting down next to players and going over the playbook and all that stuff. They're doing they have to they have their own job to worry about. Yes, their own survival yeah. to worry about. But does it help to have guys who lead by example? Yes, it does. Yeah, and it's yeah. and it's hard to ignore the like the reverence that Damian Harris has when talking about James White and like how emotional they got, you know, when he left, and, you know, was hurt. So I, I think it's good for Mac. I think it's good to have another option. I think James White. We'll see if he can still play. I would love if he what could. You think of Damian Harris last year? He was good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's amazing you did that without James White. I know, but like, there's wow. a certain level oh, to like building a team that's I like just, not just purely, you know, like you have to put some thought into it, right? Like, I you're, get you're, it. You're being a little give me one of it. those guys, maybe two. We have six, like guys that we don't need really them at do every that position, much on though. the field. But it's like, a big team. There's I, a lot of guys that their biggest contribution next year will be mentoring in the locker room, leadership. Like it just, I don't know how many of those guys you mean. I love these players. I love them all, but I always listen to Bill. It's better to get rid of these guys a year early know, than a year late. Right now, now we're, we're like three years past but, prime. But now we're really talking about three players at this point, right? Yeah. Slater, McCourty, and now James White. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, you're not going to throw Nick Folk into that group, are you? Or Brian Hoyer? I I, I would. Yeah. You would? Yeah, because I would rather go with a younger guy at both of those spots. Nick Folk is like. Hasn't missed a kick inside 50 yards since, like, I'm Cleopatra. Aware. I'm aware of that. You know? Yeah, I, I'm aware of that. Yeah. On him, I, I a little a bit time. more on pause with okay. rolling the dice on that one, I, seeing how I, long you like the Egyptian. I think, I it's, a matter, like I think it's a matter of time. The guy, I mean, at some point he's going to revert to And he will, and then, career. like you say, Paul, you just get another kicker. Then you, Well, but. <laughs> That's your words, not mine. You have another kicker. Who? Quinn Nordine. Quinn Nordine. Do developmental, you? yeah, yeah he's, he's developmental. So then you bring him up and you you start. They had him, him on the practice squad once, all last once, year. Right? Once folks, you Peter. know, it looks like he can't do it, then you have him. So great, you know, competition. Yeah, I, mean, I, I I think I'm not up in arms over each individual guy. I'm up in arms over all of them. Yeah, if, if that makes. But like sense. I said, it's only three. Yeah, I, well, it's Fred. It feels that's like, that's too too many in my opinion. Oh. Like I don't You're really being dramatic. I'm not being dramatic. I don't understand what the benefit of all of them is. It, you know, and I would say especially Slater. 
sports like, he had the worst special teams in football last year, and he's the leader of it. Yeah. And backing up Paul's point, Zolak and Bertrand right now, they just had their little, you know how they put like what the topic is that they're talking about? Yeah. Are the Patriots headed in the wrong direction, signing all these guys in the twilight of their career? Okay, well, you know. I just, I, like, I really. We're not the all, only ones. But We're all, not the only ones. But all these guys. Do you want me to be snarky? It's three guys. Do you want me to be snarky? It's five guys. It's Brian Hoyer, Brian Hoyer is, you know. Well, what happened to, like, J- Jared Siddham is, like, the next You can't make up your mind. Does the cap matter or not? I can't keep up with you. <laughs> yeah, sure it does. Okay, so you don't have to pay your backup quarterback what that veteran is making. Yeah. You can pay a lot less for a backup quarterback and if the cap actually matters. And you already have That has nothing to do with why I don't want Brian Hoyer here, but that's beside the point. I think you can have a better backup quarterback that, if he has to play, is better than Brian Hoyer. All right. But, I, you know, but we'll never know because evidently we have a culture problem. Like, to me, and like, we have to fix it. The world's not. Uh, to me, the world's not. You know, falling apart because they signed James White. No, the world's not falling apart because of that. It's falling apart because their roster showed that it wasn't strong enough last year, and they decided to go with the same guys. Yeah. Well, that's no. what it's falling apart over. Well, you're missing the whole point. I, you know, I they, don't think they were good enough when the season ended last year. Th- you know, the, and their solution was let's just keep it all together. I, I think the linebackers that are so far not returning were more responsible for that than James White, who was hurt, or McCordy on the back end as a free safety. I don't or, blame it or, on anybody. Or Mike. I don't. I don't blame it on anybody. I'm not. I'm not blaming. La- I'm just saying those guys weren't the answer. They were all here last year. They weren't good. So At the end of the so year, you're they saying everyone good. should go. No, I'm saying let some of them go. They they are they are letting some of them go. They let J.C. Jackson go, the one young guy, and they let yeah. Kyle Van Noy go. Uh, that's different. Yeah. They're probably going to let Bentley go. High Tower, High Tower probably Collins. will go. High Tower would be an example of this. If okay. they bring yeah. High Tower back, then that's another bad move. The yeah. rest of them are all young. I would agree with that. You know, now we're getting into like now it, to me it's like High Tower and Bentley, not the same thing. Yeah. But letting Bentley go isn't – oh, they're, they're doing it. They're letting him go. No. Yeah. Bentley's a guy that I wouldn't be opposed to re-signing. Yeah. Hightower, yes, I would be. I okay. think they need to move on. But they'll let – and Van Noy, right? Again, another 30-something. I'm fine with, with Okay, so him. they're doing it. They release one guy, Fred. <laughs> Paul, just they're wait. They're not doing just, it. Just, Collins. Just, Listen, in three weeks Jamie when Collins is another one, he's a free agent. agent. I railed against that move last year. Okay, but so in you three, were right. They, in three weeks when you. they do different things, we'll have different things they, to talk about. They, Fred, they agree we can with only you. do a show that I, is on the table. Today. I understand, but they agree with you. They heard Paul. you on the linebackers. So. That's right, they did. I don't think they did. I don't think they did. I don't know where this like sudden influx of te- like Miles Jack. Okay, then they heard me on the linebackers. Okay. Special team guy Mac Wilson, Paul Perella, happened Miles to go Jack, to Alabama. Okay. <laughs> No, Miles Jack can play. <laughs> like, Mac Wilson is a special teamer. So what was that article you just wrote called? Uh, oh, the the future at linebacker. <laughs> Could the addition of Mac Wilson be a sign of changes to come? <sighs> I hope so. No. <laughs> the answer, I'll answer my own question. No. <laughs> but LRC. Ju- Justin in Orlando. I know Deuce is all about the front seven, but it seems like the draft focus – on the D-line is about getting a d- defensive tackle to pair with Barmore like the Georgia defensive tackles or Winfrey out of Oklahoma. But how much focus should there be on getting an edge player early in the draft? New England could really use a boost to the defense like they had in 2012 when they drafted Hightower and Chandler Jones, setting them up for the next era of success defensively. And I'm not sure drafting a corner early will impact the defense as quickly as an investment up front might. 
Bottom line, they need a big defensive infusion of young talent over the next couple drafts so they can afford to sign a top corner like they did with Gilmore. Um, yeah, I hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, I and that's. Can I ask why? Why? Because they got no. Why does the impact the right now? Why does the impact up front happen faster than an impact in the back? No, well, that's what he thinks. I, that's why I asked why. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I apologize if that's. It was an snarky. email. I don't know. I mean, but I'm asking why a, a, a drafting a first round defensive end <coughs> will have a faster impact than a first round cornerback. Yeah, I mean, I, I think. I mean, you are involved in, in more of the action up front, but I, I mean, I think the better corner could certainly outshine a defensive end. But I mean, that's that's where I go. I know we differ on that one, but no, I, and I'm not listening. If they if they sign, um, like I would want an edge guy. I don't want any part of a defensive tackle. No, at 21, I would want an edge guy. But if they sign a good player, I don't care what position he plays. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just I'm asking just in theory, why a guy that plays one position potentially has a faster impact over a guy who plays another position. I think it's regardless the, the of player, the regardless system, of, it's, of it's, position. To me, it's all about, yeah. well, did you get a guy who yeah. can play? Right. Like if they took Christian a, Barmore could play. He made right. an immediate impact. I, I've heard that about running back, that it's easier to like make an instant impact in the NFL now that make, running back. Now, than, that makes sense. You know, yeah. That that yeah. makes total sense Take to me. Yeah. But it's like an, if, in, they took, yes. if they took an instinct position. If they took a cornerback at 21 – and now just having lost J.C. Jackson, you don't think he'd be in line to be a day one starter? Oh, yeah. No, he should. Right? For sure. For sure. And if they took a, if they took a defensive end edge guy to play opposite Judon, you don't think he would be in the mix to be a day one starter? Absolutely. So I, mean, I, think, I think, you know, Paul's right. Like, whoever they I, take As long as he's good, yeah, I don't really care what's good. You know, yeah. He should be. If Within reason, him I don't care what position he plays. He should be in, in the mix to be a starter. If you take but him I'm not anti-Deuce here. I, no. If Deuce, Deuce wants defensive linemen. But and, he's partial to But I, I'm yeah, with you on the But I'm not anti-defensive linemen yeah, there either. I, I, like, I think at 21, you've got to get a good player. Yeah, the best player. I'll, I'll just say this. I think that the Patriots' defense got pushed around and had no answers at the end of last season. And I think that if you're going to rebuild your defense, for me, it starts with guys like Christian Barmore. And, you know, a guy like I've, I've mentioned, Trayvon Walker from Georgia, who now is probably I mean, I've seen him going all the way up at third overall now. Um, but, you know, that kind of presence. And that's why I love, you know, Trey Flowers. I think he's a tough guy that they that's what they need. Last year, I just it didn't seem like it. In spurts, they were tough and they were hard to play against. And, you know, you, you liked what you had, but they got pushed around. They had no answers. So you, you need you need to remake the defense almost in a way like when they brought Gronk in and that kind of refreshed the whole Patriots offense in a way. You know, Gronk and Hernandez, it was a new it was just a new dynamic that you had new. So and I and I think it's easier to have a defensive front guy maybe do that than say a, a shutdown corner. But it's not impossible. I just think picking at twenty one, you're probably you're just going to choose what's left. I'll steal some of the headlines I saw uh, when Trey Flowers was made available. Does a return to the Patriots make sense? Yes, yes Trey Flowers. It does. It sure yes. does. It sure you does. take him? Yes. Yeah, I would take him. Yeah. I wouldn't give him any money, but I would take oh. him. Yeah. Let him play for a year and then go, go get paid by Houston. <laughs> 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 no, I, I, I would. Uh, I'd love to get him back. I think what's they he at twenty nine? Yeah, yeah, he's under thirty. I mean, he's yeah. Just so yeah. I, I would, I would take him back because he he has familiarity with the system and whatnot, and he's going to come in and play. And yeah. it's not like, all right, you know, can he play? Like that's, you but know, that's like, not like he's not an edge guy. Like he's not going to give you sacks. He's not going to. He's going to stop the run. He's going to be. 
you know, serviceable, a, a, sol- a solid player. Yeah. I'll just take somebody. I like who him can better do than something. Dietrich Wise. <laughs> yeah, right. Is that like yeah. is that fair? Right. right. Um, let's see, Marie in Durham, New Hampshire, uh, just caught up on the last few episodes, and as a UMass alum. I have to chime in on the possibility of an Andy Isabella Nikhil Harry trade. <laughs> in the past 10 years, I've seen about four good things at UMass football games. Andy Isabella, Tajay Sharp, the marching band, and the fact that the stadium started selling alcohol because you really need to get it, the need it through, to get through some of those games. Yes, the bar is supremely low with UMass football, but if you can get a good price for a guy with some potential, then why not? He's only got a year left on his contract, so if he doesn't work out uh, to the next one, on to the next one. If he does work out, resign him and let him keep growing with Mac. I agree. I think that's the kind of move that would make sense. You have a young, athletic guy with upside. If it doesn't work, you've lost nothing. Right. I agree with that yeah. email a thousand percent. I'd do a similar move with my boy LaVisca Chanel. Chanel. Chanel, what I'm talking about? Yeah, well, they were pronouncing it Chenault through the draft process. Which it's like I through salt. Personally. Yeah. Right. And then, and then today on wrong. PREF, it's like Chanel. I'm yeah. like, thank God. Don't but Chanel. same kind of thing. I'd take flyers on those guys. Absolutely. Of course. Especially if you can say bye-bye to Harry. I'd be more willing In to do process? it with Isabella because of the speed. And I yeah. think. Sure. Is sure it's Chanel? Yeah, I, I watched them all through college. I know it was they called him I know. Yeah, they missed, T- they I've missed, only been thrown on it, it off on it today when I looked at P. Ref and it said yeah. pronunciation. I just caught pronunciation. Right, Chanel. Yeah, but did Aaron do it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Uh, let's She's due next week. <laughs> let's go. It's the end of, end of April. <laughs> that was the greatest. That was the greatest moment in the history of that meeting. It says here, end of April. <laughs> People don't know what we're talking about. That's okay. It's inside you. Um, let's go back to the Ace Ticket Hotline. Patty's in Agawam. What's up, Patty? What's up, guys? I love following up Paul. It's great. Um, <laughs> Paul, I, I agree with you on, on certain plays, but I think um, with a couple of them, like Hoyer and McCordy, like we don't – there's certain guys that we don't have replacements for at the time being. And I know like a backup quarterback you can get anywhere, but, I mean, Hoyer's – you've heard guys say it over the past couple of years. I mean, he's probably, aside from Tom Brady, the guy that knows this offensive system the best. But not only that, I mean, this this is kind of a telling problem that we've seen. Like, we've seen them sort of mismanage the quarterback position with Brady. We've seen them mismanage the, the cornerback position this year. This is the first year since um, 07 when Asante Samuel left after the season that we don't have a, a clear-cut guy in the waiting. And um, even at free safety with McCourty, I mean, they haven't, they haven't replenished the well, so to speak, or Belichick hasn't replenished the well. And to me, that's, that's a little bit more concerning than them just bringing back like a bunch of old guys. It's like, when when are they going to replenish the well, you well, know? Yeah. Okay, so, Patty, my point is, instead of some of the guys that you re-signed, if they went out and got, like, Darius Williams or uh, Chaver- is it Chaverius Ward? Yeah. yeah. Chaverius Ward, yeah. yeah. You know, and then maybe you'd say, oh, okay, well, they replaced J.C. Jackson. That's a guy, you know, they, yeah, they, they got exactly. another guy and they, they replaced him. But instead, you know, we're bringing back 35-year-old safeties because we have to fix the culture, evidently. You can do both. Um, well, at some Freddie, point, you can't up. because they're all signed. I Freddie. know, but... but like, I, you can't sign other guys' signings. I know, but signing Devin McCourty did not mean that they couldn't replace J.C. Jackson. Now, they may not, and we can criticize them for that, but I don't think that... You know, McCourty well, I can only go hurts off them of, doing that. I can only go off of today. I know, but I, I'm just saying they're not related. Okay, so 
You say they're not related. I do. I think they are related. I think that they chose to spend half the money that it would have taken to get a guy like that on McCourty. I would rather take that money and give it to a corner, a young corner. I, I think they can do both. But, you know, we'll see if they do. I don't know. They're going to have to get another corner. I mean. Okay, then I'll rephrase it. I would have rather have taken half the money from McCourty, gotten a corner, and then taken the rest and gotten someone else. Okay. All right. Like, we can just keep Thanks, saying Patty. that they could do both. They could, do, Yeah, they could sign anybody they want. We get that. But it doesn't look like they're going to. I just don't think, you know, the signing of McCourty indicates that. I think it's an indication not of the do direction th that they're going. They're decided to t keep the veterans intact and go that way because for whatever reason they felt like they needed to. And the, the most often repeated reason for it from the Phil Perrys, the Tom Currens, the Mike Reeses is, culture yeah they felt like it was important to us to keep the leaders in place at one at some point i wonder maybe get some coaches that can be leaders and then you won't have to worry about your players doing it too oh wow well, i think you always need those circle the wagon guys every coach says that yeah let's get eight of them it's a balance yeah. it's a balance i mean i don't think you can just you know turn everybody over because it wasn't good but no i, I wasn't in, no. in favor of turning everybody over I would have liked to have seen one guy go. Which one? Two guys go. Which one you McCourty. want? McCourty. I don't think McCourty yeah. is worth the money. That's why I brought up the question earlier. About him or the honey badger. Yeah. Or take your pick. Right. The other caller one. Paul one against or, 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 or Thomas. He or would rather have McCourty. Right. Paul said it. But my, my preferred choice is Phillips and Duggar. Well, they've got Th them. But, I, but, but now one of them won't play as much as I want him to play because McCourty will play every snap. Well. Much like last year when I had all of these linebackers that I wanted to see play, they didn't play because Hightower played every snap. Yeah. And Collins, and Collins came in in the middle yeah. of the year. They're going to play a lot of dime. Much. They, well, they play, play a lot of dime. They play a lot of three-corner. Yeah. I mean, a lot of three safeties. I, right. I want less of one of the three. How's that? But it won't happen. McCourty will play every snap. I just... And I hear in his bonnet, just like this beat. Oh, that's line. the construction I, going on. Oh, outside oh, the oh. I, 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 listen, I, I mean, I could sit here and put a, a smiley face on it and just say, hey, it's I, great I, that all these guys are I back. I love the passion. I, I, I love the I, passion. I don't think it's great that all these guys are back. I from love a the very passion. mediocre all defense. All these guys. It's three guys. And you brought them all back. <laughs> three guys, but they were more than that. They didn't bring them all back. I, I can't get worked up about those three. I, I can get worked up about the lack of young talent and, and that. I just don't feel that, that those guys are really – I, I guess I stunting the growth of anybody. I guess you don't I have thought less than right of McCourty last year than you guys did. I thought McCourty was a big part of the problem last year at times. A I big didn't. Part I just thought it. he's. I think he's fine. I think he plays free safety now, and the other two guys do the heavy lifting, and he just kind of keeps everything on the back end in order. And I thought McCourty was gone. Remember that? I did. Remember that McKenzie run down the sideline in the playoff game? Yes. McCourty came over this way yep. and then turned, just yep. chased him up the side. Like I have like eight of those in my. I mind. do too. That's why I didn't think he was coming back. Bad angles, like. You I know, you talk about you on. need someone to get the calls in. Well, he was the one who was complaining about the calls. Yep. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And again, this is not about his career. No. This is about right now. No. I'm talking about right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're talking about Patriots, Devin McCourty's a great Patriot. Great. Not a good one. Great. Same with James White. Yep. Same with Matthew Slater. Same with Dante Hightower. Patriots Hall of Famer, right? Great players. Who's that? D-Mac? I would think so. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, so. especially based on precedent. <laughs> well. I, I didn't want to say that. But Especially yeah. based on precedent. He belongs over about mm, huh. half yeah. the guys that we've elected. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get back to the phones. They're stacked up here. 
The comics are. are stacked. Yeah. They are stacked. Uh, let's get to Brian in Indiana. What's up, Brian? Oh, what up? Hey, fellas, what's up? Hey. Hey, I'm not even, so I'm, I'm on your side of the argument, Paul, but I'm not even surprised. I, I mean, and y'all, I just heard y'all, McCourty, good, great, great patriot. That, not to me, I didn't like the contract he got last time they resigned him. That That's just my personal opinion on him. I've always felt like he was, this, this is my thing, and I wasn't going to call, but listening to Paul and Deuce, I mean, not Paul. Fred. Listen to Fred and Deuce frustrates me. Uh, had Bill chose to get rid of all of these people that you complaining about, Paul, it would have been the right thing to do. And everybody would be excited uh, Bill, about it. Fred and Deuce. They, whatever Bill does is the right thing. I mean... I don't see why you still fighting this. You've been working with Paul. For, you've been working with Fred for how long? I know, but I still you know fight him. Right now, and I'm starting to like, like fighting Deuce a little bit more, Jackson. though. I, I think he's. A good I'm, coach. I'm I'm lockstep with y'all. Get him out. JC Jackson. Is Brady's out. Player. Belichick out. Y'all gonna want to pay him? Fine. <laughs> the thing that pisses me off about the Boston sports media, and I knew it. It was like clockwork. Okay. Everybody been saying they're not going to sign Jackson. It's kind of been a foregone conclusion for months. They wouldn't yep. go re-sign him. Right. Of course, here comes the smear campaign. Right. Now I'm hearing all of these things about Jackson that I didn't hear in the two or three years prior that he was here before his contract was coming up. Yep. And it's, it's just typical, and it, it gets under my skin. Who's saying what? Not on this show. Ninkovich. Nikovich no, said bad things? Late to meetings. Embarrassing. Doesn't oh, really? show up for rehab. Really? The cartel was out stuff, in force. Stuff in that force. I've never heard before, but here we go. Convene Bedard and all the rest of the Waga carriers, as, as Paul likes to call them. And, uh, That's a Florio it's just, term. It's disconcerting. And I don't know. I, don't, I, ain't, I ain't got the answers. I'm not the GM. Bill is. But that don't mean I can't have an opinion on what I think his GM has turned his GM uh, skills or prowess has yeah. turned this team into. And to me, is no talent. I mean, dudes will at least complain about that. There's, and and uh, one more thing before I let y'all go. Paul, I'm not fighting the youth movement no more. And the reason I'm not fighting it is because for what? <laughs> Get all of these young guys. Bill's not going to play them anyway. Yeah. They go. They go Brian, I mean, I, I know you're right. Christian Barmore. You're right. Right, You're absolutely right. All right. Thanks, Brian. And I'll tell you, Thanks, Brian. you know, uh, another part of this that worries me is I wonder if maybe he's doing this because he ain't going to be around that much longer, and he knows it. it so that, that worries I think me, he, too. I think he wants to win football games still. Right. I, so the better way to win football t- games is to retain your 38-year-old guys. Well, not according to you. No. no <laughs> maybe no. Maybe this year, right now, you're better off by bringing those guys back. But you're not better off long term. I always thought Bill cared about both because that's what he's always told me. But now I'm wondering if maybe he just looks at it and says, whatever gets me those 20 wins or 30 wins or whatever I need and I can get out of here as fast as I can, maybe that's the better thing for for him. I mean, how many guys are under contract for 2023, Mike? 18. 18. 18. No, well, I- no, 19 now. <laughs> James White. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when he, I don't when know, he, when I don't, I don't when know. he brings back Ninkovich and McGinnis, I'll get yeah, worried. Yeah, I, I don't know why Brian's He might as well. <laughs> <laughs> they, they did as much for the defense last year as McCourty oh, did. Oh, <laughs> see now. Oh. 
I, I didn't know this was going to be such a hot, to- hot oh, yeah. button. That's all right. Uh, but I just like to say in my defense against Brian that I didn't think J.C. Jackson was staying here a month after I started working, and I saw him stand in the locker room, and they asked him about Juju Smith-Schuster, and he rolled his eyes and gave a huh. And I, right there, I said, this guy ain't long for here. That was my question. Right there. Right there. So that, I'm yeah. not coming out to blast him or anything, but this whole time, every time he's done an interview, he's not one of their guys. And you can say, not my, I'm not, I'm just telling you that what they want in a cornerback, what they're going to give $40 million guaranteed, not that guy. Not that guy, and I knew it two years ago. Okay. Yeah, but you didn't rip him. No. You didn't say all the stuff no. is why he I, was I, that. I I've said guy. this though. I said I mean but I said what, I don't that's think that's what he's, he's making fun of. You're not coming fun. out he's saying not making fun of you. No, I, he's I, making fun of the people that are smearing him. You said you didn't think they'd resign him. I get they that. They said they didn't resign him because he's lazy, he doesn't show up to meetings on time. He's right. a bad guy. I this just is, was this is a big difference there. I'm just trying to say though that on this show we've been we talk about it. And we talk and that and that was something that I was saying here when I just started here so like you yep. know don't say that nobody uh, JC Jackson was a dream and oh and how could this possibly happen cuz we've been talk we've been debating it all year. I mean Fred came out for him in this and season Mike and, I have been and we were saying Absolutely. I don't think it's going to happen and so we've been talking about it for a while. I don't, I'm not going to speak to any of the Ninkovich stuff, but just from but the vibe I got. But mm. it's not just the Ninkovich stuff. If you've read the stuff and they're telling you about how he's oh, he's he's okay, he's good. Well, like during the season, he was Mr. INT on you know the the local writers' Twitter feeds. Mr. INT strikes again. Yeah. But now, when it got to the point where they clearly had told everybody, we ain't resigning him. Uh, you know, he's you know that's a lot of money for a, a good, not great corner. I read yesterday in a number of places. Not just Rob Ninkovich, but to Mike's point, Mike felt Mike had a vibe. Yeah, from the player that he didn't seem like a Patriot guy that they would invest in long term. But and Mike and I were lockstep on that. And, and Mike's right about like the type of player. But if you're looking at good cornerbacks, they're all like that. You know, like you're not going to get yeah. like. I agree, the, and that's why they just all constantly recycle corner. By the way, good wide receivers, same thing. They all have that swagger and attitude and I mean, speak their mind. But just go over it. I mean, it was. By the way, I, I, I agree with Carlos Heel on the Revolution too. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking shouldn't of play in a guys blizzard? who speak their mind, <laughs> shouldn't be playing in those conditions. Uh, you shouldn't. They sh- they should not be playing games in March. Oh, I didn't hear him complaining when they won the game a couple of weeks ago. I understand in that, but I'm just saying. Same type of condition. I was crazy. It's I don't care. I, I don't like the MLL schedule in March, and I'm sure there's a million reasons why you need to do it. I don't like it. Well, wow, that took a turn. Yeah. Just to make a few more Players people. speaking their mind. To make a few more was, people hate really me. Uh, Jamison Williams, same vibe with him. Not not their kind of guy. So sorry to all the guys who, who want him. That's the same vibe I got about him when I ta- heard him talking in Indy. See, and but but, but that's he, to me, that's relevant. What yeah. he's telling you no, is relevant. It is, but I'm telling you, they're making a mistake. I, wh- what? You know? Wait, what? What? No. Like, and, you know, this well, I is, Paul, Paul acts like I never say these things. I do, but he Very just doesn't rare. listen. But not, not usually. Well, they rarely make mistakes. Usually, on the air. usually before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, I, I've been saying this for a while. Wide receivers, cornerbacks, you got to coach them. If if you know if you don't like their personality, you're going to have to work through that because there's very few of them are like Matthew Slater as as a wide receiver or cornerback. I mean, can I ask a question? Like, as an owner, Mr. Kraft. You know, is this is this, and, and I don't want to, you know, try to make anybody speak for them. But as an ownership looking down at a head coach handing and GM giving out your money, 
Uh, do you like that? Do you like how... Uh, because the bar is extremely high, and I agree. It's it's probably too high, even regardless of the stuff we're talking about right now, because who on the roster right now has been extended? Who? who yeah. Like Shaq Mason? Jonathan I think, Jones? I think as like an owner... Guys. I think as an owner... You don't nitpick like that as long as you're winning. Slater. If if you have if you have several seasons <laughs> in a row, if you have several seasons in a row oh, yeah. where you're not, then you start nitpicking oh. things like that. Yeah. But as an owner, you don't you don't worry about those details until you're not winning anymore. Because it's just like on the surface, it, oh, they're not winning anymore. Yeah. They did win. They did win. Unbelievable. They haven't won a game yeah. in two years. They left yeah. a bad taste in your mouth. They did. No, they, they did. did. They, they, they ended the season can terribly. We, can we not equate not going winless and not winning? Like you don't have to go I know, winless. But it slowly to not crips. It goes from seven and nine and ten and seven to like it's really well, more like a four win season. Why don't you call it what it is? Why don't you call it what it is? Seventeen and seventeen over the last two years. Okay, so yeah, that fits. That's that, that fits. that's that's fact. They're, that's not Paul Snart. They're that's, an average. That's, that's they're average. average. And Bill Parcells. They're average. average. Yeah. Bill Parcells ended five hundred. So he's, he's not a good coach. Thank you. You know, you can play that game any way you want, but you know. There's, there's still. What, what, not, I'm sorry. What game are we playing? You know, where did you, they not go 17 and 17 the last two? Did years? Bill, Par- Bill Parcells not be a 500 coach with the Patriots? What was he as a Patriots coach? 500. Yes. You know, he was 32 so, and 32. So does that mean he's a bad coach? Who said that Bill is a bad coach? You know, so you talk I, about making things up. <laughs> no one ever said anything about Belichick's I, coaching ability. I just think as if I'm Robert Kraft, I'm not freaking out yet. You know, I saw improvement. I got we got our quarterback who we think we can work with. I see things okay. Now, like I said, if you have four seasons in a row that it, it you know, they they get worse, then you start nitpicking, Bill. Then you start looking at you know, who, you know, the the little things that we were just talking about. But right now, like it's kind of wait see, and I see if you're le- the owner. I think a good leader looks at things as they're happening. And doesn't wait for the results to determine whether or not they were good moves. Yeah, I, I think you look. You get out in front of things. Well, like what are we doing? Do here? you, re- yeah. you, you sure really want this? your owner in there saying, you know, why'd you do this? Why'd you do no, that? No, but you analyze it. Yeah. You don't wait to see what happens. Oh, well, well, I, I don't know. I think Bill's earned a little bit of leeway. He's had a lot he's of had leeway. It, he's had it, and he's earned it. He's had a lot of it. So what do you? I mean, like, who are you railing against? Who you. isn't giving him leeway? You. <laughs> You, you. He, uh, made, he made a couple of signings I disagree with. I don't want him fired. Uh, I mean, let's not uh, make stuff up for him. I don't know. Almost, uh, almost another uh, one. I thought I heard it. I want to. <laughs> I, I want to pose a question, and I'm not sure I should because it might be fodder for for your side of the street. But oh, please, um, we got time. We got it's only 53. When no. have they in the in like the first iteration of the dynasty? Did they did they do this? Did they hang on to guys too long? Did they give contracts to guys? Where, well, they did the opposite. They, they brought the opposite. in older guys. They constantly recycled the roster. They brought in constantly older guys immediately. And you know why? Brought they in do? Bobby Hamilton and Brian Cox. He brought in and veterans. They, and they were in and out. He, in and out. Because you can't have those guys staying around too long. He, he brought in veterans that he knew like he could count on. Vrabel, Until he got the younger Schiff. guys to play. Yeah. McGinnis let him walk. But right now, oh, you're kind of Bruce beginning Key things retired. again. Well, Bruski was, right? was different yeah. because of his health thing. But th- you haven't seen those guys play yet, those younger guys, in- enough. Right. Yeah, which is our complaint. See, I think that Deuce has hit on the problem. And this is why the, I th- the why I feel like they've done what they're doing right now is because back then it was, yeah, we can let that guy go because we got this guy coming. We can let Damian Woody go. We got Dan Copen in the fifth round. 
like just as an example right off the top yeah. of my head. We yeah. can let Ted Washington walk after a year right. because we're drafting uh, Vince Wilfork. Mm-hmm. And you, you had know, Keith like Trailer, didn't you? Like they're, yeah. not yeah. Trailer. Do, they're not doing that on a yeah. consistent basis anymore. Nah, yeah. I'm really on that one. And that's yeah. why I feel like that they need to retain some of these guys because they feel like they can still help. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, because I don't mm. think what you have is good enough. And I'm sorry that I feel that way, but that's how I feel. Like I, I, I guess that's sitting poorly with some. I just think on every team, every coach needs uh. their guys that they can depend on. So you know, like uh, the older. But how guy, many of them? How many of them? So why? Need is like, the but question. but like, like, again, like how many are we talking about? It feels like em- everybody. I mean, it, after it, it, after it feels day, like, it's but five. it's not. It feels like it, but it's not. But it's every move they've made has been with that in mind. Well, that's initially. Let's see what happens. Okay. Again, it's be a I, different show on Thursday. They, they re-sign today. McCourty next Tuesday. And Slater and James White. Next Tuesday, we might be talking about four new guys. That they might sign Darius Williams, Allen Robinson, and Miles Jack. Right. And I'll have a totally oh, different tone. You're not going to be here Thursday. Oh. I'll have a totally different tone if they go out yeah. and they sign yeah. younger, big money guys and an and, 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 and infusion of talent. And I'll and I'll go on your side of the street and I'll have a different tone if they bring back Hightower and Bentley yeah. and, oh, and I'll have a different tone. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so that will put you over the top. One more will put you over the top. I don't sign high tower. That will that'll be it. I said, what are we doing? And Bentley, you know, well, Bentley's young. Bentley doesn't fall into this, but he's kind of like Bentley's a young, you know, Bentley's a young player. He's too big. He's only four years in the league. Slow. It's too big. (laughs) That was just. I mean, it's just funny. You know, but Bentley's not my problem. Like, he's not thirty-five years old. I don't like if they re-sign Bentley. I'm not going to add him to the list of. I can't believe they're re-signing all of these 30-somethings because yeah. he's not. You'll put him on the – I can't believe they signed these guys that can't run. Yeah. I, I don't know. Is he any different than Anthony uh, – I mean, um, what's his guy's name? Rayquan McMillan? Oh. You think Rayquan McMillan can run any better than Bentley? I don't, I don't know if he can run at all right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my knee. What, what, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> Lunch is coming back up on him, I think. <laughs> Fred had to fight it. Down boy. Down boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just I, I am yeah. a little uh jacked up today, no question. I I, I thought jacked up. And, and it's funny because this is exactly what I expected. And sometimes when you're right it, it, it pitches you, you off even more. Right. Because I, I just think that they needed to cha- they they needed to take steps. I thought they took steps last year. To bring in some younger guys, and I thought they needed to continue that, to continue to recycle through that, and I think that they've been re- a little re- reluctant to do it. And I, I think, don't, but I, I don't think that what they've done eliminates the possibility of that happening. Okay, I do. Yeah. Okay. It's just more of a perception kind of thing. I don't think there are openings now that are apparent to a pr- prospective free agent. You know, with some, you know, there's certainly a wide receiver. There's a yeah, what? I mean, there's a job, but there's only know. one wide receiver worth taking now, I, I don't and I don't know. think they're going to be in. I on think them. there's plenty of openings. I think the whole roster's open for crying out loud. Starting corner, C- corner, linebacker, edge, front line. Okay, but if you're going to, like, you can sign Jalen Mills. I wanted to sign like a good player, like a guy that was worth oh, fifteen I think plus we all million, do, right? You know, like I, I, I don't want to just sign like a patchwork guy. Like yeah, they're gonna sign. They're probably gonna sign a cornerback. Yeah, that, and then I'm gonna get blood. But it's not gonna be, you know, right. yeah, it's not gonna be the the guy that's J.C. Jackson's caliber. No, listen, I'm on record saying they should have J.C. Jackson should be on the team right now. Yeah, you are. I mean, what can else? And like, you, you think you'd be disappointed by that? 
but you're not. <laughs> Listen, you, you got to move on. I can't. I can't dwell on it. I got to move on. You know, been a tough I, couple days. We got football to it play. Just, it just feels I like it just feels like <laughs> that. The, yes, hard, I gotta move we on. got football to play. They were ten and seven, and, and they made the playoffs. Months. But I think the way the season ended and the way is the, the way that season will be remembered, evolving. and the way the AFC is uh, evolving around them, it makes it look like they're stuck in quicksand right, right now. now. Right now, they are in. Okay, well, that's all I'm yeah. commenting on. I'm not commenting but on. I, life. I get that, but it, but. And I, I agree with that, but I don't think the signing of these three guys makes it any worse. Let's put it that way. I but do. it doesn't make it any better. But but is the point? But right, yeah. But I don't think it prevents them from making it better either. Well, but Mike said it earlier in the show. They need to hit in the draft, Re- whether or not they sign those three guys. They need to do that. Yes, yeah. you know. So th- that's what I'm saying. But it would. I think people wanted. Had had at least a little bit of hope that they would do something Listen, to improve we, what we they s- saw we, at the we end of last year. And right begin- now they haven't. We done all that. said that at the beginning of the show. We're not surprised, but we all wanted to be surprised. Yeah, you know, I, I'm still there. I wanted. I I'm still hoping to be surprised. That'll you be know, something. that'll be some. Moves. We'll see. I just hope there we'll isn't something crazy sure. that right. happens tomorrow, and then we don't have PP over here. <laughs> 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 Maybe we could do an emergency podcast. They sign like an 18-year-old kid, and it's like, "Hey, we got younger." <laughs> we'll, we'll do a FaceTime from his couch. <laughs> if they sign, uh, if they sign Miles Jack, we could do an emergency <laughs> podcast <laughs> tomorrow. All right, that's going to be it for this edition of Patriots Unfiltered, lively show, very passionate as it is. You can imagine what the football offices are. Right now, I, 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 not as lively. Seems like as they're all asleep. Uh, <laughs> uh, they uh, all need a nap. <laughs> they're all, all right. old. All right, we'll see you Thursday. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.